0: The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award-winning manufacturer of factory-built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A-rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch for reviewing of our show homes a brochure, or for more information. Let BRB Homes take the stress out of your build. Check out brbhomes.ie Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
2: Hello and welcome to the Big News Coming Soon podcast. This week I'm coming to you live from Mount Wrath in the Wood from the Trees studio. Thank you for accommodating me today, David. Aren't I fair sound doing you a solid? You're doing me a solid. And aren't
3: I fair good at... Knowing how to podcast and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, it's taken us about four hours to get the record button going here.
3: That Matt's the guy that does all that. I don't yeah. do anything. I just show up because I'm a timber relocation operative engineer. I don't have time for that show.
2: Let's start at the start. So for people who maybe didn't hear the podcast you and I recorded before, the first thing I would advise you to do is go back. Would you say I'm a friend of the show now? Is that what you would say? So this is my second time to do it. A second, I'd say you need to be a third time to be a friend of the show. <laughs> or you need to at least um, make me godfather.
3: See, you're a vice godfather.
2: <laughs>
3: That's better All right. than being a godfather.
2: So why is it better to be a vice godfather?
3: Because people want to take the godfather out. And when they do, boom, you're in. You're in. It's better to be vice godfather. Yeah. yeah. And plus, I need to vet you for a while more. You've been vetting me for ages. I haven't seen you do anything that
2: would uh, make me believe you're a strong male role all. <laughs> you told me to go and win a gossie, and I done that. I know, I didn't think you would. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I would either, you bollocks. Um, so let, uh, the first thing I would advise you to do is go back and listen to the first podcast if you haven't. Um, if you don't know who David Cuddy is, we go into more detail about what it is you do. And we were talking in more detail about your, your past, your growing up and stuff like that. So this is part two. And the last time we spoke, you had just lost your dad recently. Mm-hmm. Things weren't going to plan in your in your life in a, in, a, in various parts of your life, and yeah. you were just at a stage where you were just a bit fed up with everything. Yeah. And since that, you've you've come a long way. Oh, Jesus, so long! And you you've found an <laughs> long off, hard road. You found an awful lot of, of peace in not caring anymore. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's great. So, what, what is it exactly? So, what, what has changed? Um, a bit of a routine. What's the routine? What do you mean, routine? Well, you know, back working. You know, back working.
3: You know, a, a routine every day. But you've always been working. You've always been. Yeah, but and I, I was doing stuff that I wasn't interested in, that I didn't like. Like what? Well, the shop had got busy and the social media thing had blown up, and you end up like doing stuff you don't want to be
2: doing. So you were a slave to emails and... Yeah, it was just... Missing stuff that, parcels and Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And in the middle of, like I was saying in the last podcast, I feel like I'm repeating myself, you know, you were having problems with stock and you were having problems with getting stuff out. And you're only learning as you go. You're only starting the business. I was setting up a new podcast room. I was setting up this. Yeah. So you're doing everything at the one time.
2: And this was all delayed. There was There was delays everywhere. The stock was coming in wrong.
3: Yeah, yeah. And in the meantime, like, you know, you have kids and Vicky was pregnant and then Vicky was after losing a baby and you're there like, oh, fuck, too much going on. Vicky was under too much pressure sending out orders and going to the post office. And I was like, no, I'm going get, to get other people in to do that. Go back to what I'm good at and stop fucking listening to people that, have, just see you as a cash cow.
2: Yeah, that's something we couldn't talk about last time. Was um, Vicky losing the baby? That was mm. a, like you know you weren't you weren't talking about that. Nobody knew that at the time. But then Vicky was was losing the baby, and you lost your dad. The mm. shop was up in a heap. You weren't in the machine. You weren't doing the videos. You weren't doing the thing that that you love most. Yeah,
3: I just I just because I I don't I not um how would I explain I don't want to do videos. Say if I do a video, I never I I don't care if anyone watches. It. You know, I'm doing it for, for me. I want to have a bit of crack. I want to have crack with the lads. I just, I just want to have fun. Say if I'm driving the machine and I'm listening to a nice song, I go, oh, that's a fucking brilliant song to get out timber to. And I put up my story or um, I hear something mad on the radio and I just go, "Oh you'll never guess what I just heard. Or you just have an opinion on something. That's why I love doing the podcasts. I just love chatting to people. But when you start down the road of social media, like what you do, it's fucking... Horrible. It's a hard job. Why do you say it's horrible? It's uh, extremely fake. You know, you meet unbelievable fucking weirdos at. Yeah. And they're so fake. And all the businesses that, you not all the businesses, but a lot of them want you to be something that you're not. And like, you just, you can't be something that you're not. So just, oh, I just stopped caring. So it bothered me. I was there, why do they want me to do stuff? And then they don't want me to be me.
2: Does it amaze you how a lot of people, businesses would approach people who can't do it and, yeah. they, and they give it a go at doing it?
3: Yeah. Or what amazed me was working with companies and you're doing it. You, you can do it. They can't. And they're telling you you're doing it wrong. Right. And you're there, hey, you know what? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this. It's like I do, I do the shop yeah. to fund this so as they can be free. It's like no sponsors say what I want I don't have to worry and I'm not saying that bad I'm just having a conversation but you, you've seen how little do you have to say to upset someone yeah and now it's just I don't care
2: yeah just as an example of that I was banned for three months on Instagram for I was on holidays in Portugal and somebody commented on my hairy legs and I'd done this slow motion video of me walking down the stairs to that song I'm just a bachelor you know that song I use for everything. <coughs> yeah and I said I have an OnlyFans coming soon and Instagram shadow banned my page for three months.
3: Yeah, I know. I know, it's crazy. That's why I don't care anymore. And you're constantly shadow banned, and people want you off it because you're not following that little narrative. And it's just, I, I just find the whole thing funny now. And when you watch, look how little things have blocked me. Like, I'd comment on yours. I, I'm gonna fucking kill you, right? Yeah. Messing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm banned. Or if hey, I say something like hey. You're trying to convince uh, some bot in California. <laughs> I was only messing. I'm I not know. actually
3: going to kill him. No. Or, you <laughs> know when you pop a picture of, like, um, I could draw a penis on something. Like, I draw penises and you get blocked. So I draw a penis, a typical cartoon penis, and I get blocked. And if you zip through the pages, any woman is there Sean. tits out, do what they want, but Dave, I can't even draw a penis. It's fair unfair. You're not allowed to draw one. Can't do nothing. Can we talk about
2: the time you drew one in the grass? In dare Manor?
3: Yes. I thought that was um, at the time, right? Me and Vicky went down to Adair Manor just before <laughs> Christmas.
2: I, I'm a very simple man. I was going to. So let's <laughs> let, let's let's reel this back, right? Yeah. The fact that you went to a Dare manor for a weekend, and let's and you did everything. You went to the Michelin well, here, restaurant. You here's went to what the we done. spa.
3: Here's what we done. We got given a voucher for the hotel. Okay. So I was there. Never went anywhere with Vic. we were after having a tough out of year, right? And we said, right, we'll go, we'll go. And it was a busy time, you know, what Christmas was like. Yeah. And we got away from the kids, getting away from the kids, fairly hard. And we went down there. And Brian Larkin from Centrepoint Autos gave us an M5 to drive. <laughs> and it, it just the snow and the ice. So there it was. It was a bad omen from the start. First of all, could we could we think of a worse car a to drive car. in the snow? And every time I dropped the boot, and it was a tuned one, so there was 750 <laughs> horsepower to it. So every time I dropped the boot, it was like... Rear wheel drive, <laughs> yeah.
2: just dying to not be on the road.
3: Lovely car, though. Yeah. Went down to Darren Manor, sitting there, and Vicky was there like, you know, can we... Can we go to the Michelin star restaurant? And I'm sure, like, we're after getting a voucher. I'd be some mean cunt if I didn't go for the Michelin star restaurant. So I went in and we ate that
2: <laughs> and we drank the wine taste. And because, sure, how much money could it be? <laughs> like it couldn't Wait, be that much. So when you talk about the Michelin star restaurant, I have in my head that it's just little bits of everything. Like, because when I go for dinner now, I want like steak and spuds and veg and gravy. Is it really fancy and you're only getting like a little drizzle of mash on the side of the plate? Yeah,
3: it is. It's it's loads of little... Cause I, the first thing came out was cold and it was a little fish thing with caviar and stuff. Like, and they tell you what it is, they tell you where it's sourced and, and uh, it's, it's really cool. And he's pointing at it with his little pinky. He's They bring it out, they make a big deal over it. I got the wine tasting as well. Vicky was pregnant, so I was drinking... The two things. <laughs> and because I was there, what, sure, wine, t- is that part of it? Because you don't, there's no price list on anything. So I was drinking the wine. The first thing was fish. I just let off, just tasted like salt water. For me, yeah. you know, I haven't the best palate, like I'm a muck savage. Mm-hmm. And then the next one was a soupy, fishy thing. More fish. Very small. Right. Yeah. I'm gone at this stage. The next thing was a meat, tartare, raw meat, Tartlet thing, raw meat. It was like raw meat, yeah, like uh, t- beef tartare. Right, yeah, I had that. That tasted exactly like it sounds. <laughs> raw meat, yeah, Ar- uh, cows' arse. Yeah, but hey, no, I don't know. So, so this is coming from someone that knows not. This is obviously. Are you the, enjoying it at this stage? I'm enjoying the drink.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is some nice wine. Like they're bringing out some wine, and you you think so, you're not going to know it's any difference, you're, right? You're going to know it's
2: the, the difference. I just imagine you here. Plate lands, little bit of meat, bang, one kn- mouthful, knock gone. it back, gone, gone, and everyone else is pushing it around their plates. But with I was drinking and forks.
3: twice the drink.
2: Okay, keep going. Next, right? so then
3: the main course came out. Now, hey, seriously though, that was beautiful. It was right. like mashed potatoes with popcorn potato in it. I don't know how they'd done it, and it was like meat and bone marrow and all. It was beautiful. And then two desserts come out. That was lovely. And then port wine and brandy. It was,
2: the wine was so nice. Right. So wine aside, would you like to experience the food again? Or no. the, not, not that, forget about the venue and forget about uh, everything else. Would you like to experience a Michelin star meal again? Oh, no, no. I,
3: I, if I never got one again, I'd be happy. Zero interest. Yeah, I, I wanted a kebab. What's it all about? Because you nearly leave I'm hungry. A, well, it's an experience, I suppose. If you're, see we're talking about it and we, not, we don't care. We don't care about food. But if you're someone that's into food. Oh, I care about food. Yeah, but like re- some people really, they taste every thing. I probably wouldn't. We had a steak there in Phelan's 10 minutes it's ago. Been, wasn't it? I tasted every bit yeah, of it. Yeah, I tasted every bit of it as well. <laughs> I was looking at you to, picking away and I was going to start eating yours as well.
2: <laughs> Shout out to Phelan's <laughs> in Mount
3: Rath. But, um, no, I wouldn't be it. But Vicky loves that. Like, Vicky loves that.
2: Um, you know how you call it feelings? Mm. In Mayo, we would call that feelings. Yeah. So it's a definitely feelings.
3: It is here, anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Interesting. Right. So go on. You went then, you had a massage, and you went down. On that was
3: sp- awkward. I y- didn't go down on anyone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you went down and you had a cocktail with your logo
3: oh, on it. yeah. I know. That. They're, they're so on top of their game. Like, they know when you're coming. Oh, you
2: you know that you get that treatment all the time. I've got that once. Ah, uh, you get it a lot. I I I've only got that treatment once at Delphi Resort in Connemara. When we went on the Cannonball, we got. Oh, sorry. I. Yes. Yeah. 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 No.
3: And when we went to um Belmullet, we got treated nice.
2: Yeah, no, them. we did get treated nice, but not to the extent where people are printing out your logo and...
3: No, that's impressive, isn't doing it? And stuff.
2: Yeah. No, you're right. We, we stayed in the Brehen and they went above and beyond. And then we got the Mayo Cupcakes and the Clayton. Hmm. But what I'm saying is, when I went to Delphi, it was a real VIP experience where the manager greeted me and brought me up to the room with my bag and opened a bottle of Prosecco for me and, you know, then brought me down for dinner. And like, it was just, I felt like Bono
3: yeah. in yeah. Delphi. I I tell you what I liked about what I like about Adair, and I've been there twice now. Is it? Yeah, twice. In, a, in Adair. In Adair. Yeah, it's. And we went at Christmas twice, and forget about the forget about the restaurant. You can go to a restaurant a carriage, and that's lovely. It's just as nice, but it's so magical. Hmm. Like you're you're sitting there, and at Christmas, and the big tree, and it's so quiet. And Vicky loves it, and Vicky. I don't know, she doesn't really like a lot of things. Like, she's very, you know, she's, she doesn't really go out. She she's really easy please. She's easy please, except I suppose we well, hope She must is. be if she's married to you. I <laughs> know, ah, come on. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, she's doing some work now.
2: Yeah. Can't get over it. Right, relax. Don't don't get sidetracked uh, yet. I'm a sidetracky kind of guy. Yeah, well, I have to keep you on track. So you're mm. in there and it's lovely and Adair is, uh, mm. is amazing. Uh, have you any imposter syndrome at this stage when you're sitting there?
3: No, because uh, I... Um, Pay for them me hard-earned money.
2: Yeah. No, no, no imposter syndrome. And did, did anyone look, um, you look at, do, you, do you look at people kind of going, I wonder what he does, or I wonder what she does? I do that all the time. Yeah, but when you're in this particular location, you're kind of, you're analysing everyone. Yeah. Like, there's David Cuddy walking past with a making Big Bank hoodie on and probably a car outside with a sticker saying, bring back fingers." <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then there's this other man walking past with a jacket that's probably cost four grand. I I love talking to older people and most
3: of the people that you'd see down there would be older. The younger people, for some reason, they don't, they're not very friendly from what I've seen. But I was talking to a lot of older people and it's like, um, there's just people that have worked their balls off and I suppose they're just doing something nice at
2: Christmas. Yeah.
3: I I don't know. Like it's not somewhere anyone's going to be golfing. I'd say during the summer it's all golfing stuff, wouldn't it?
2: You see, I get really uncomfortable in situations like that. Like I was explaining, you know, it took me... I probably didn't enjoy the Delphi experience until I left. And then when I left, I was like, wow, that was epic. You know, they really went above and beyond and they treated me like a flipping rock star. Were you on your own? Um, no, a friend of mine came with me and uh, Newman is the manager there. And it was just... Now that I'm gone, it was just this lovely, lovely thing. But when I was there, I was like, oh, geez, will you stop fussing on me and just let me, let me, I'll go to the room myself and I'll find it. And yeah. that's the way I'd be. And they're like, just so appreciative to have you there. I, uh, see, I suppose you're just uncomfortable
3: in certain situations. I was uncomfortable with the massage. I didn't want to do the massage. Okay. I don't like anyone touching me.
2: Yeah, and I'm the same. I'm very ticklish though. Why do you not like it? Because we go down and they give you a little
3: plastic or paper piece of underwear and you have to go into a room with a girl you've never met in your life. Can
2: you not wear your own underwear?
3: Well, they gave me one little plastic piece of underwear or paper, and I sit down and your one says to me, "Um, (laughs) so... Uh, smell these scents right so she puts these things under your nose I'm getting so uncomfortable (laughs) right because every time my my brain wants to say inappropriate things for no reason I don't know why and she is sticking it under me nose and I yeah it's and then she goes so this is going to be a full body massage it's going to be an hour and 10 minutes whatever is there any particular parts uh, that you want me to concentrate on (laughs) and I and I and I say uh I, I just went bright red. <laughs> I just went bright red. Yeah. And then she's there, are you all right? And I was there, look, I, um, I don't want to do this. I was there, this is really uncomfortable for me. I was there, so I understand that you, you have to do your thing. I said, well, don't touch me, V. Don't touch me back. Don't touch your... Don't touch my feet. Your feet? Sorry, I thought hey you said V. at my feet. Yeah. Don't touch me, I'm ticklish. Oh you went I'm for here. a
2: full body massage and, and you do said, know what you done? don't touch my, my back. And don't touch my head and
3: my shoulders and my hands. That for was an, it. For an hour? For an hour and a half. It was fair born. <laughs> and, and hey, and after about 10 minutes, I'm there. I need, what do I do here? What do I say? Oh, no. I have to say something. And then I just start talking to her and I do the whole, you know. How long are you working here? Are you busy? <laughs> do you like it? Do you like it here? And we had, a, I had a grand conversation with her, right? Yeah. But afterwards then I say to Vicky, like, oh, what did you talk to? I didn't talk. No, they don't I ju- talk. I just enjoyed it. And that's not something that I enjoy. And you're like, what did you do before this? Yeah. Yeah. But I find other things I just I just enjoy just sitting around. I like to do nothing. I like to just do nothing. I like yeah. to, I like to hang with kids and like to do nothing.
2: Good. Good. So the next morning, then you woke up and there was it was a real frosty, frosty morning. crisp morning. It was Christmas-y. like something out of Magic. a magical Christmas card. Yeah, it was beautiful. You imagine this low mist over mm. a dare manor. Yeah. Americans and out frolicking. Americans frolicking walks. in the morning mist.
3: And there's this walkway. It's really beautiful. A long big walkway. Walkway right in the front of the manor.
2: Yes. As we're walking along the manor, we're taking in the trees. We're taking in the big lawn at the front that and is manicured. Look,
3: and as I look up at this lawn and the manor, I think, you know what would make. This morning, perfect.
2: But it's not just any lawn, David. This is a lawn that is manicured to within an inch of its life. And it's never allowed to grow more than three inches. Right. So, oh. And a team of gardeners and horticultural people work around the clock manicuring this grass. The seeds were probably flown in from Shanghai. They done a great job. It's beautiful. David walks down the lawn as so, far as he can go, right down to the end. Jumped into the lawn, right as far as he could,
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> and I stamped. I, I just walked around it, and he I stuck, made a huge big and <laughs> ball. He stuck the Nike Air Max down into the grass.
2: I didn't stamp. And I just, dragged
3: I took, it. I took. I, I, I just walked
2: slowly and just... Oh, made. sorry, sorry. So you didn't just drag the mist along. You oh. walked slowly it stamping frost. every single frost. blade of grass yeah. down. Yeah. So you were making a right job of it. I made a right penis. Yeah. Right? And you drew a huge, would you say it was was a 20 foot? Oh, easy. You, d- you yeah. drew a 20 foot penis, penis mm. in the crispy frost grass. Yeah,
3: yeah. And there was a couple of Americans looking at me like I had 10 heads. Well, well, they, they were probably going, oh my God, is, is he writing I <laughs> love you? Is this guy writing, uh, uh, will I, you did, marry me? I took a picture of it, right?
2: I thought this was fierce funny. And I sent it to a few lads. As went, I do. It went viral. Did it? Well, I got it a few times and you didn't send it to me. Well, but that's, that's, I, another, that's I, another story. I
3: sent it to a few golfing buddies, right? right. A few lads that play golf and a few lads that would be down in the Yeah, And I was looking at my phone then about a few minutes there, and they were there. <laughs> you know, they're going to have to pull up all that grass and replace it. And, you know, that's after burning the grass, breaking the grass. So I was a bit devastated then. I didn't think that was after doing harm. I still don't think
2: it was that bad. No, it was definitely that bad. How do you know? Because I've spoken to people who uh, work. Grass experts. Absolutely grass experts. Yeah. Experts on grass. Like, sure, one of the biggest uh, garden centres in the country is in Castlebar, Hawkins Garden Centre. They've. They have places all over the country. How do you pronounce their names in leash? Harkins. In leash? Yeah, Harkins. Harkins. You don't say Harkins. H O no. R. So, anyway, um, yeah, it did the rounds and I was sent it from another golf course over in the west of Ireland. Somebody really angry? Uh, is this your buddy? No, they were laughing their holes off. How did they know it from me? They were laughing their holes off because they knew the damage that was done. I didn't know. And they were like, that lad's going to get arrested. If I had known that was going to cause hassle, I wouldn't have done it. So then I text you saying, how are you? Are you on a dare? What's the crack? And you're like, yeah. Oh, what's the crack with this photo? <laughs> uh... <laughs> and you were like, oh, yeah. Hey, they get around quick,
3: don't they? It's fair the, bad. No WhatsApp messages. It's You send scary. it to two or three, and next thing, boom, yeah. they're
2: gone. I have an interesting story, actually. I was flying out from Ireland West Airport, mm. and a friend of mine from Bell Mullet had a 7 Series BMW lamped on the curb, and the number plate is Desi1. Hmm they call him Desi and I was walking in English Reg an English Reg car yeah and he's, he lives in England but he, he's over and back he flies in every Friday and out every Sunday trafficking so get you. he must have brought the car back anyway at some stage so if anyone from customs is listening <laughs> he's English the business is in England don't, yeah, be, it's, don't it's, be going down nosing anyway, around don't
3: be because it's trafficking
2: yeah so anyway I done this video where I was like look at this bollocks parked here in his big 7 series doesn't know how to park and I sent it to him I didn't even put it on social media I just sent it to him. Hmm. Before I got on the plane, now this is Ireland West Airport, you're going to be on the plane in, in the half an hour. Hmm. I had been sent it nine times. And how did it go? Did he send it some? Oh, he put it into some group saying, ha ha ha, this is Alan Clark taking the piss out of me in Ireland West Airport. And then boom, gone, viral. And then it was up on TikTok and somebody had uploaded it to TikTok and I was trying to get it taken down because they were all calling me this, that and under, under the sun. And they were saying that you're only a jealous bastard because you don't have a BMW and you'll never have a BMW. And I actually have a BMW. <laughs> I've got so much in... Have you, do
3: you find enjoyment now out of seeing the comments, the nasty comments people make and then going onto their
2: page and seeing how holier than thou they are? Oh, the bio is be kind. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny. So this lad anyway, he was um, going viral and then people ringing him up, like getting thick with him, telling him to ring me. You know, he's some bollocks putting that up there, putting your car up there and doing this and doing that. And like, are you want to say anything to him now? Are you want to, you know? And people in Belmullet genuinely getting upset about this. And the only person I sent it to was the owner of the car? That's mad. The guy who owned it. Have you ever had anyone in Belmullet like uh, fire abuse at Gen street? No, uh, Belmullet's the nicest place you could ever be. Westport. If you if you got abuse in Belmullet, there's something seriously wrong. Uh, it, the guy is either absolutely loaded off his head, or you've done something bad. I honestly, I'm not just saying that. Belmullet people are the salt of the earth, and we're. Is not a great spot in Mayo. No, to be honest, I have never um, experienced abuse. Is there in, a president in Mayo or a mayor? In public. What do you mean? Has Mayo got a mayor or. Yeah, we have a co Is that what you call it? I don't know what it is. I don't really know what he is. He's a, he has chains and yeah. he's. Yeah. Did you not meet him one time?
3: Hmm. You and
2: Kieran? That was in Derry. We oh, met the mayor in Derry. in Derry. Yeah, so. Oh, it's a proper job in Derry now. The mayor in Derry has his own car and driver and it's. Like and in a Dublin. Proper job. Yeah. Not in Mayo. There's a Cahir look. I don't know what he does. I, I, he drives himself around anyway. You I, should be one of them. A mayor. A mayor
3: of Mayo anyway. <laughs> it's fucking Mayo, Mayo. Now I know you're from there, right? But i tell telling you, I don't think anyone has done much more for Mayo than you, than Enda Kenny.
2: You know, the guest I had on the podcast yesterday, uh, was, I recorded yesterday, and the two of us were having this discussion. And we were saying about He's these... He's actually delicious. We were saying about these 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 bodies, you know, that these boards that give all their money to radio stations and TV stations. And then they ring us and they ask us to do a campaign with them. And we say, all right, is there a budget? And they go, "Mm, no, no. Why would there be a budget? This is what you do. Hmm. We want you to promote whatever it is. Do you know? For free. Uh, Why would we have a budget for that? And I'm like, well, how much did you pay Midwest Radio to promote it? And they're like, oh, sure, that was eight grand, but that's how much Midwest Radio costs. And you're like, all right. And, I, I, and I'd have done it for like 400 euros. <laughs>
3: Has your opinion changed much on radio now since you've went out and you're all doing your thing?
2: No, I have a very good understanding and grasp of radio. It hasn't changed.
3: Yeah, but I know you, no one understands it more than you, but do you listen to it now and go, oh God, it's embarrassing.
2: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I, I I think radio has a has a really vital part to play in Irish society. In <laughs> fucking brainwashing, <motion> <laughs> uh, people. There's there's a bit of that, maybe. Uh, I, I, it's not as straightforward as you think, though. Like. Uh, yesterday, now news talk blew mind. What was that?
3: Uh, so they were doing a news report on Donald Trump visiting. Where is it, Kubeg, Is it Dunebeg? Dunebeg. Yeah, Dunebeg, and. They had about, it was about a five, six minute segment and it was on the news and they were just saying that, you know, Donald Trump, he's visiting his golf course in Dunbeg and he, um, you know, he bought it and spent 140 million, well, just a, a little bit and the place was packed down there and there was American flags and there was people there to meet him and we met someone on the beach and the soundbite was, right, well, I think he's a failed businessman and a failed politician. Wow. And I'm there that's what they chose.
2: That's the soundbite they went with.
3: A failed politician. Was he not the president? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that not the highest office you can get? Yeah. And he's gonna run again. And I just thought, that's news talk.
2: Like, yeah. That's a bit weird. I guess so. I guess so.
3: And I, I was just listening to Ambassador like
2: that's just so And there was no balance, there was no other soundbite.
3: That was uh, that was actually what they used for
2: the news. But, the there, but there would button. usually be another one that I said, How yeah, it's no, great for the no town.
3: There's no balance. And even when you're listening to, I used to listen to Matt Cooper, religiously, I loved Matt Cooper. Mm. And then at the time when Donald Trump was coming on, when he was running for president, it was like, he'd even say, I'm not giving balance to this man, I don't think he should be president. And it was just negative, negative, negative. And I was there thinking, it's supposed to be balanced. But he
2: brings a correspondent on from Washington. Matt Cooper does.
3: He brings one. Cal Thomas. Cal Thomas. And another one. But he wasn't balanced. Uh, Is Cal Thomas balanced? Uh, Sometimes he was. But uh, coming to the end of it after when the gun control thing came on, he wasn't balanced. Right. But I just think it's weird. It's a weird way of reporting. It's it's very fake. It's the same as everything on social media. Yeah, there's
2: a lot going on though. I can't speak. I didn't hear that, and I can't speak. I I do kind of, trust me. I'm, I do quite <laughs> enjoy news talk, to be honest. Um, and I think out of them all, they do a good job. But I, I like
3: that. I um, think David, I, Cuddy.
2: Yeah, I think in the when you go on a Kieran smaller Cuddy. scale, Kieran Cuddy. Um, when you go on a smaller scale. They're all pulling from the same pool of information. So like there's a there's a there's a there's a website basically for journalists and they all go into that and they take whatever information is in there. Mm. There's very little homegrown, uh authentic journalism done because they don't have budgets and they don't invest in it. So basically, you can turn on the news at three o'clock and you click all the buttons on your radio, they're nearly all talking about the same thing at three o'clock because it's all coming from the same source. Mm. An awful lot of it. You know, and I think that's unfortunate. It's a pity we, we do that. There's, there's a lot of lazy journalism. Um, but I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't class news talk in that category. But um, no, I, I don't have any. What was your question? Has my opinion changed? No. Yeah. I, like I'm a radio head, like I'll defend it all day long. I don't, you know. What would they have to do for you not to defend them? What would they have to do? Yeah, like modern. Hey, I have been fucked over more times. I know. So I shouldn't really be as positive as I am. You're too nice. That's Um, all wrong with you. But I do love, I love radio. And you know what I love? I love the enjoyment older people get from it. Old, like there's older people in rural Ireland that if they didn't have the radio, they'd have nothing. Yeah. And they're there and they're listening to their favourite presenters and they're waiting for an announcement. And it could be on the newspaper, it could be on the news, it could be wherever it is. But they want a particular person to tell them where that is. And then Radio Bingo comes on and then the debt notices come on and they're listening to the debt notices. And it's a, it's a lifeline for so many people. And that's what I love about it. That's the part I love about it. But then well, a lot of radio people, stations... Most
3: old people are listening to local radio stations.
2: Yeah. And now a lot of stations are gone too structured and where they're telling the presenters what to play and when to play it and they're saying, well you have only ninety seconds of a gap to speak between those two songs. You know, that's I don't I don't it's believe the, in any it, of that. It's
3: the very same as, as television now. It's like the the sound bites and these sixty second clips that people have to give all this information and yeah. bring an expert on. They don't have the time because they're so constrained with advertising advertising it's like what we were ch- chatting about before Aver- the advertisers control everything yeah the people
2: paying the bills control everything isn't there a thing uh, is it a spin southwest where they have three word weather yeah and it's like ridiculous like it's so ridiculous and now it's time for your three word weather brought to you by big bank making big bank <laughs> <I know. laughs> and then the presenter goes warm rainy and wet
3: i would love to know the real numbers of who's listening
2: yeah i definitely think they're inflated
3: absolutely yeah because when you're talking to people like People are um, People aren't listening to him No I don't think anyway Because
2: anytime I'm listening to
3: him I'm laughing at him
2: So That was the story with Adair Did anyone contact you? Did anyone say No No There was no guard you. knocking at your door No
3: And if you are listening to this now There's no point in contact me Can't take a knickers off Bear out <laughs> 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 I, 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 I go down again sometime and I give you a heap of money. What well, I, well, I gave them that weekend, they could have replaced all the grass in the front.
2: I love some of the expressions you have. And I was listening to your podcast with uh, yourself and Sean, Sean Cuddy. And he said, uh, I was like a dog with two Mickeys driving the car. A dog with two pricks. Oh, a yeah. dog with two pricks, yeah. yeah. We'd, we'd say Mickey's up with us. It was lovely chatting to Sean. Come here. So you've had a baby. Mm. Bruce. Yeah. Bruce is what age now? Bruce is... Is he two weeks old? Uh, just over two weeks. Yeah, isn't
3: just it? over two weeks old. Yeah.
2: How was the pregnancy? Obviously, you're just after losing a that child.
3: That was that was a tough pregnancy because I suppose she was pregnant for so long. And we were. When you s-
2: say pregnant for so long, so <coughs> are you so are you taking into account yeah, the last baby? So
3: she was pregnant, and then not long after that, she lost the baby, and then we got pregnant fairly
2: quickly. Do, do you mind me asking? And, and I don't want to intrude, but how long was she pregnant?
3: Uh, three, three or four months oh, Yeah But um, she was sick Like she was sick For a long time after it And it was kind of she, But she was so busy And like she was busy Doing stuff for me All the time And working And you know what Vicky's like, like She won't Vicky, stop Go 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 yeah. So after Vicky that,
2: reminds me Of the episode of Mrs. Doyle Where she's up on the roof Cleaning the moss That's exactly like what she's And like. then she falls off the roof And she just keeps going
3: She is an animal To keep Like she gets the house She has she, Vicky wouldn't sit down At night to watch television unless the house is, is clean. Mm. And as our family expands, <laughs> that's getting very busy. Mm. But that's just what she's she's like. She's a, she's an amazing woman. I don't so know
2: then um, you got pregnant again, which mm. is fantastic. And it must have been, ver- must have been a nerve-wracking time then for months. Oh, yeah, sure. Because f- we never had that before. We were so
3: blessed with the other kids. Never, never had that. And then it puts this little thing in your head where if that can happen, what else can happen? Do You know, because, you know, shit happens. And when you do what me and you do, you, you see it, you know, because people ha- have struggles and they message you and you're sharing this and you're sharing that and you meet people that have disabled children and, you know, you, you just, it, it all starts playing in your head. So you're, we were, I was trying to mind her, but sure, she doesn't mind herself. <laughs> so she was working as well and I was trying to get everything going here and getting the business back going properly. And, and does
2: she find work stressful? That's a tough job. Yeah, do you know? Does she take it? Does she bring it home with her?
3: Nah. Yeah, she get. She's a nurse. To, yeah. No, a uh, healthcare assistant.
2: Yeah. So what? she gets
3: attached to to people that would be in the nursing home.
2: But know? she's a very kind, compassionate, yeah, empathetic woman. Yeah.
3: She she loves chatting to old people and stuff. So I would what? imagine
2: she'd be the type of person who would bring it home.
3: She yeah, when you know people die, so she gets close to people, and that's everyone. I I'd be amazed at how people
2: do that. Yeah. It's a devotion. It's a devotion. Yeah. So were you worried then that she was worried?
3: No, I was just fucking hoping that nothing had happened. I was busy working all the time. There's an awful lot of guilt when you have loads of kids and stuff. Because you have to work, right? So you're not at home. And when you get home then, you're trying to divide out your time between everyone. And you can't do everything. You're just trying to do your best. You don't know what you're supposed to do. You just do, do what you can. Yeah. I think everyone, most lads are doing that. That's what most lads do.
2: You're blessed with lovely, lovely kids.
3: I know, they're great. I don't, know
2: what I, do. I don't know what I did
3: with my time before him. Yeah. Like me and Vicky would to sit down and be there. You know, it would be about 11 o'clock at night and you'd be just sitting down and like you're after having like stress, chaps could be fighting, they could be shouting, you know, the, the stress of it and then it's over and you're sitting down and you're there, what did we do with our time before those kids? Like what did we do all our time? Yeah. And like, when we were thinking back like we, we just lay on the couch and we're just watching telly. I don't know what we done. Tried,
2: tried to make babies. Tried to make babies and we succeeded. <laughs> But there's so much. I wish I could. Um, they're brilliant. They're so unique, aren't they? They're like the, there's no two the same. Yeah. They're very, very unique. I, 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 you, you you can't even
3: explain it to anyone. Like when you have kids, you'll you'll, you'll see. Yeah, you'll come back to me and you go, "Oh David, yeah, that's the
2: that's the job." I was talking. Was I talking on a podcast recently? I said it somewhere anyway about you're always ringing me since time you were having chaps. Yeah, I'd say to you, oh, "I'm just driving down here now to do something." You were like, "Oh God." I was, do you know what I was doing I was going down to a clinic to try and get this derm- dermatitis sorted on my face and I was going in getting a treatment done and it was like two o'clock on a Tuesday and you were like do you know what you need to do now <laughs> you need to get a couple of chaps for yourself and never mind this nonsense
3: <laughs> I, I do always and I shouldn't because it's easy from the outside looking in well anytime I see someone like you or anyone younger than me that doesn't have kids and they're there oh I don't know what to do well what's, the, what's making it so hard to make this decision like you've no wife or kids like what just do it yeah just, but well, it's, uh, it's easy to say that. When I was a young lad, I fucking was an as so. well.
2: So how is Bruce doing? Firstly, do you name your kids after superheroes? Yes. So Clark is named after? It started like this. Vicky said that she would name
3: the girls. Right. And I would name the boys. And then Lily was born. And then she got pregnant with Clark. And when we found out that Clark was a boy, I said, oh, I get to pick the name. That's so cool. She says, don't pick a stupid one. If you came home and said, I'm calling him Velociraptor. I don't think she'd allow me to call him Velociraptor. All right. So she had a little bit of say in it. But well, we were after watching <laughs> Superman, right? <laughs> Superman. I love Superman. He's so cool. Look at the, the Man of Steel. Like you're looking at him going, is there anyone cooler than Superman? Look at Henry Cavill there. He's a fucking fine specimen of a man. And he's like, Superman. Superman. And I was like, I'm going to call him Clark. And she goes, you are, you're shy. <laughs> And it's just when she said that, I was there. fucking am. <laughs> and it, it kind of. So I did you call
2: your son Clark out of stubbornness? At the start. <laughs> but then it grew, on, it grew on me. I was there. I really like it. I really, it's short. It's
3: sweet. It's a good, strong name. Yeah. And I, I'm delighted I called him Clark. So then Bruce came along. Bruce, when we found out he was a boy, I was like jumping for joy. I was there. yes. What characters did you go Batman. through? Was it, I, was, I was always going to be Bruce. There was no question. Oh, Batman versus Superman. It's yeah. Iconic,
2: right? They're gonna be fighting like tigers now in a while. Okay, can't wait. And how are you finding the new baby in the house? Uh, what age is what age is uh, Jane? Jane's three. But she's flying. God mm-hmm. almighty! It feels like yesterday that she was the baby of the house. I know. I know. So Jane is three now. She's the she was ruling the roost. She
3: was ruling the roost,
2: and yeah. now the baby came along. Is there a bit of rivalry there? It's uh,
3: no. She's actually grand. I think it's more the older ones. Is she a little bit rough with them? She is. She noisy. Nice. She's noisy. Yeah. So he's, but he's getting used to it. I don't know how Vicky does it. Vicky's breastfeeding, so she's constantly, she hasn't left him since
2: he was born. Mm. She like, she's walking around the kitchen with him hanging over, just making the well, dinner. Well, I was holding him for 10 minutes and she was nearly like, <laughs> she was nearly looking for him to be looking for her. She's such She a, was like, does, does he want, is he, is Vicky, he turning in towards it? Vicky is it? such Can a, I get him back?
3: Hey, yeah, Vicky's such a mammy. Yeah. And I, she is. When, and I'd never seen that coming
2: You never saw the mamminess No I never But she was mammying you for years Not
3: really Not like that Ah she was She
2: put you on the straight and narrow She did She did But I
3: wasn't hanging out over Ted Sucking it all day It was only at night
2: (laughs) It was as long as she allowed you
3: (laughs) Yeah but it's like It's so much work Like she has him all the time I don't I haven't fed the baby I haven't changed it But how could you feed him I could change him (laughs) <laughs> I could change him Yeah But she's just um, She just gets it done I, I don't think lads are good At the babies When they're baby babies Do you find it hard To connect with them? Not connect to him Just I don't know what to do I'm nervous of him Like I, I'm, I'm nervous I'm going to break him I can hold him But then he cries He just wants his mammy But once they get to about Does that upset you? Not the fucking tall. <laughs> I have three other chaps. Thank you, Shane. Here,
2: take him. He's crying. Good luck. Yeah. See you later, Bruce. Well,
3: once, once I can communicate with him, once they get to about eight months, oh, fucking love it. But then the other three are absolutely obsessed with you. But you're money. They're not time. It's easy to be obsessed with daddy when he only rocks in. Yeah. But, but I do find it amazing. Lads are so easy, please. I was
2: obsessed with my dad growing up. Every lad is. Absolutely obsessed with him. Your, la- your father got up every day and went. But he was a detective and he had a gun. Did you know,
3: how early in life did you realise, oh, he's a detective like on the TV?
2: Oh, I just thought he was James Bond. Really? Yeah. Had he a gun? Yeah. D- handgun? Yeah. Did you play with it? Um he w- He'd be fairly strict now, like he wouldn't, he'd be very, very by the book. He, he'd... He'd take the bullets out and he'd, he'd have to check it 17 million times before he lets you hold it and then like, he'd be shouting and roaring at you don't point it anywhere even though it's empty and it's 100% empty.
3: If I had so been like him I'd have been get was it a revolver? Yeah. I'd
2: pretend to put one bullet in and I'd and this, it and I'd do this and i go go on
3: say it one more time Alan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no you. no no. He was very no there'd be no messing there'd be no messing Now, like he's sound and he'd, he'd be up for the crack but very no he wouldn't let Does you he still have his gun? No he have to give it back. Do you? You don't get to keep it For the rest of your life Really? Yeah Did he ever Did he ever do a desk pop? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I did my first desk pop (laughs) I love that That's a thing What's that from? The other guys The other guys, yeah Yeah, so funny What, you
3: haven't done a desk pop?
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's the other phrase in that? He goes, I'm an eagle You gotta let me fly I'm a peacock You gotta let me fly I'm a peacock I'm a peacock Yeah Yeah. Um, I love the I love where you're at at the moment You seem very relaxed And an awful lot more chilled Since our last podcast And
3: uh, I am grand I have have it kind of figured out I just don't, I don't care, the social media thing, if people want to watch me, I'm not trying to create content, you can video what I'm doing, you can see where I'm at, if you don't like it, you don't like it, and if you do, you do, I'm not trying to please anyone. Yeah. Because you can't please
2: anyone. You can't uh, please everyone, is that what you're saying? No. Because if you're you're talking to a lot of people, you just can't. Hang on a second, what's after happening here? Did you tag me in something on Snapchat? Yeah. (laughs) I only figured out that I could tag on Snapchat. Look at my phone. I didn't know you could Oh my god <laughs> My phone is after lighting up I here. didn't know you could do that With Snapchat and see, I snapchat th- Snapchat's my biggest platform you see Look They're still coming I don't use Snapchat for anything Yeah Snapchat's my biggest you see How are you Philip Sean Thomas <laughs> Brendy, Donald Tom Tom Phelan Is he anything to do with Phelans? No but he's another Phelan Has he, Is he bald? Yeah
3: Yeah that's Tom That's the guy to fix my car
2: Oh how are you Tom? Hey Tom He'll sort me out if I get a puncture at the side of the road. How many followers do you have on Snapchat? Oh, uh, my highest I used to have about 900,000. 900,000, mm. nearly a million. Yeah. So do I need to do anything with these people now? Do I have to accept them? Or do, do they get? Do they still How see many, my content?
3: Uh, no, you don't have to accept them, they can still see. Right. But it... um. <clears throat> It's like every one of them. You just get shadow banned, and you get all these messages from people thinking, "Oh, you blocked me. You blocked me." No, I fucking didn't block
2: anyone. Yeah, there was something you were struggling with there. So you do Q and As an awful lot. I don't do them as much, and I don't get as many uh, tricky questions as you do. So you do a Q and A, and somebody would ask you, "Hi, David. So I woke up this morning feeling like a turn up, and I don't know if that's <laughs> if that's why I'm single." And you're I, like, "I love the. How Q&A. are you going to answer this question?
3: I love the Q and As because I think they're funny, and but I uh." I didn't like him now after, after... I found them difficult. It was the first time I experienced, oh, I'm getting a question here. I'm not comfortable with it.
2: After your dad died?
3: Yeah. And I was getting loads of them. And then you're there... Oh. what questions were you getting? Ah, look, people meant no harm. They were there like, how are you? I didn't mind. It just it never ended. Mm. It was like... But I know people are just trying to be nice. But i just done a snap one day saying, look... Don't stop asking me <laughs> you know, I don't, It's just You just get tired of asking Answering the same question yeah. But I like doing the Q&A's Because I think people Want to ask you stuff But a lot of them Like you, you could get
2: well, People are asking you Relationship advice and stuff
3: I think they do it for the crack Oh do they? I think so Because what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just winging it Yeah Like uh, my relationship advice is Like uh, I just do Everything Vicky asks me To my best of my ability That's all I do
2: I'm On a scale of 1 to 10 What kind of uh, Where would you rate yourself As a husband? As a husband? Yeah I think I'm 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 Yeah Flawless
3: Flawless Absolutely flawless Yeah And will I tell you why? Why? Because I'm doing my best And I know I am I don't I, All I do is what well, I only do want to make Vicky happy That's all I want And isn't it amazing
2: how you are No, if
3: you ask Vicky <laughs>
2: No, I will ask Vicky. Don't worry. She'd probably say a solid five. <laughs> no, I would ask her. But it's amazing. I, no one knew, like me and you were best friends. Mm. And we haven't done any Instagram lives in weeks. Mm. And we haven't gone on any trips and we haven't been seen together. And then people are all like, oh, what happened there? You're not friends anymore. It'll be 18 years, lads. <laughs> Why? Yeah. But like the amount of messages you get and the amount of messages I get in. what mm. happened? Do you not talk anymore? Every Q&A. You're not friends with Cody anymore. Well, I'll explain last night, and this will explain to everyone why I
3: wouldn't be doing late, right? Yeah. So just last night, I come home, come home around seven, quarter past seven, and you get your dinner. And then you might have to do homework with Clark. And then Lily Vicky has the baby now. So then I have to spend a little bit of time with Lily and look at her homework. And then Jane has to go to bed. She might need a bath. You know, then you have to bring her down and tell her story. Get her to fall asleep. I lie with her until she falls asleep. Then you have to go down and go to Clark and go in with him for a minute and chat to him. And then say goodnight to Lily or that because she never sleeps. And then I go down to Vicky. And it's very hard when you haven't talked to Vicky then only at dinner for a minute. To go. This is
2: what time now? Half 10? This
3: could be 10 o'clock, quarter past 10. You can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. And then the weekend we let the kids stay up. It's just hard because you always feel like you're not spending enough time with him.
2: Yeah. And that's the reason we haven't been spending as much time together and doing lives. But we talk to each other every day on the mm. phone. And where I'm going with that is you are m- my best friend in the world. I'd say after, I'm
3: the bestest
2: uh, friend in uh, the whole wide world. After my brother. My brother would be number one. You'd be number two. right? But you are the soundest. Just most, uh, Kieran. Kieran there Kieran's number 14 now because Ciar- he didn't rescue me the last time. Yeah, outside the road bollocks. Um, so l- let me finish you're the soundest most caring I'm thoughtful person I'm blushing. that I know that's so nice Yeah. you're always thinking of others thanks million you're a great son I'm a great son uh, yeah you're a great son to your mum you have great patience for your mum and you're very good to her uh, you're a lot more patient than other people are you're a, I, I don't know, obviously, you're not 10 out of 10. You're only kidding yourself if you're, if you're 10 out of 10. But you're, I, I would say, you're a good husband. Um, I'd say you do your best. <laughs> and what amazes me is the amount of women I meet that say to me, oh, I don't like your friend, David. Yeah, I know. It's funny. He's a bollocks. Yeah, yeah. Or he's a narcissist. I kind of like that. He's this, that and the other. And they like, they come up to me really disappointed that I'm your friend. mm and I, I, that, ha- that happens on a weekly basis. I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I know you don't fuck. give a fuck. The abuse I get from women. Where does that go? Like, no, all ha- women, now. There, there's a few. No, no. to know the crack. Yeah. The majority of my fo- followers that have come across to you hmm. are up for the crack. Yeah. But there's, there's a. There's some
3: day would be shocked. But I can kind of get, you know, you're, uh, say I'm at work and I'm doing a video and I, <laughs> you know me. I'm not thinking about what I'm saying, really. I'm just saying whatever I'm thinking of that.
2: (laughs) Well, there was one thing you did last night that was just shocking. What was that? You asked a woman on your story, if there was a thousand cocks in a room, how many would she choke on? That's a funny joke. (laughs) And she said... (laughs) That was my sister. (laughs) She said none. And you said... That's impressive. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm only
3: joking. Like, I remember... I, I remember me and Garrett and Greg would be in... The machine, or we'd be having our lunch, and we're just talking shy. You know, we're. Just, and if most people are honest, women included, if everyone was to divulge their secret WhatsApp messages in their groups, everyone would go to jail. Everyone, right? We all just shoot the shit, right? And when we're you're just talking, just say things for the crack. But if someone's following me and knows that I'm just. Chatting, just having a laugh or I'm telling a joke. But if someone just breezes in, say they're on your story and they go, you tag me in something next thing they go in and I'm there. Oh, I wouldn't fucking come with me boo and kick it up into her. (laughs) Like, of course they're going to go. That's a disgusting piece of shit.
2: But, you know, fuck them. I don't know. What's the worst? What's the worst backlash you've ever got?
3: The Worst backlash? Oh, Jesus. uh, Two. One was at the start. I done the Michael Jackson thing. That was a big one.
2: <laughs> that was a big one. Can we talk about this? Hang uh, on a second. I don't remember this. What was that?
3: It was before I was hanging with you, right? Um, I pop a story. You know the way you can put a thing on your face and make you look like Michael Jackson. <laughs> it went viral. <laughs> it went viral. Like what we were saying.
2: What did you? What did you say?
3: I, I was. Like, I just like to dress. Oh wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Did you? You talk about being a pedophile or something? Uh huh. Yeah. All right, okay. Leave it at that. Um. Leave yeah. it at that.
3: And that was like that was fucking. That was a big one.
2: What kind of messages were
3: you getting? Oh Jesus Christ, or sure, I was gonna be murdered and I was gonna be I deserved death and all this fucking the same, just really over aggressive. And like even last was it last week or the week before? Was it last week or the week before? I can't remember. But I released the job I deleted, right? So I done them as for the crack,
2: right? Let's 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 come back to the start. Yeah. Joe Biden comes to Ireland. Joe Biden comes to Ireland. Instead of the All Blacks, he says the Black and Tans. The Black and Tans. So he was talking about the All Blacks rugby team. Exactly. And he called them the Black and Tans.
3: He called them Black and Tans. And I was, and they're your followers, right? These are your followers that do this, right? <laughs> what are you on about? But they're only your followers. Like, oh, wouldn't you think you'd support Alan and support Mayo? Look at what he's doing for Mayo. He's your friend. And I'm there. I'm working. I have no service. What, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm in leash. This is not near us, you know. <laughs> so I'm getting loads of abuse uh, and I go, uh, do you know what I'll do for the crack? I'll release a little t-shirt, right? Now, did it not make any money rat? and I just... Got uh, five of each to sell them or whatever. Five of like. each size. <laughs> five each size, and done a little. I got there was a WhatsApp message going around with this thing, the black and tans. So and it, you it, know when you go get a T-shirt, so
2: it was a photo of two black and tans chasing an Irish rugby player. Chasing an Irish rugby player. Where somebody drew this with their. With Someone their hands. drew
3: it. So when you go to make a T-shirt or something, mm-hmm. so you send off to get a vector file done, and the company or say, "Oh, there's copyright on that," or it's just. You know, it's just a, an image. Yeah. So put it up, put it up for sale. And then on, that was on the Saturday. And then Vicky had the baby on the Monday. You can imagine, you're getting thousands and thousands of messages. Sure. Who's looking at their messages? I'm minding kids. I'm at home. And then I think...
2: The baby wasn't even home at this stage.
3: Baby was just home that day. And I went back to work to see what was... I went back to work on the first day. And I was in the machine coming out. And I was there. Jesus Christ, there's a lot of a lot of fucking activity on my actual page where people are in my DMs not my restricted my DMs and like you and me once sent was loads of people sending me this guy was saying that I had robbed his art or something and loads of people and then I went into my file I was like there was I mean hundreds I think I sent uh, you on WhatsApp yeah yeah there was mm. hundreds, hundreds you robbed this you're a thief you <laughs> it was fucking mental, right? So I was there, why is this about like? So I went onto your man's page. I went into his DM and I went,
2: uh, Hey, David could hear." Hang on. First of all, your man put up a post saying, this fella's after robbing Rob, my image. Robbing my arse. And now he's selling it on yeah, t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he tagged you. Tagged me. He has 300,000 followers. Three
3: 300 And I mean you now the nastiest messages you've ever seen. Like, Give me the worst one. Oh, Jesus. What was it? Uh, Gonna find out where you live would burn your house down and shite like this. Weird, weird shit. And then stuff about my kids. I go, Oh yeah, you're some roll-up model. Hope your kids get took off you because you don't deserve to be a father. All this bullshit, right? Rubbish. So I message your man and I say, uh, send me your number. and uh, see what the crack is here. So I rang him and I says, uh, you know, this is what I'm after doing. Like and no copyright came up and this is the company I'd done. He goes, Oh, what company was it? So I gave him the name of the company, gave him the the numbers and he rang him. Anyway, I rang back and he goes, all right, now I see where the thing came. You know, I seen your name come up and it was that company that done it, blah, 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 right? So, wasn't my fault, right? Just one of You those put ads. your hands up. I said, look, if, if you want me to pay, do you want me to give you the money, I can show you the invoice. There it is. This was not done in any malice yeah. at all. And you weren't getting rich from it? Wasn't, I, I showed him, I told him I'd give him all the money that I got for it, I said there was no bother. This is not a big deal. I said mm-hmm. I pay for the image, you know. I pay for the, do
2: another one. Are all the t-shirts sold at this stage?
3: Yeah, nearly all. They're yeah, are, yeah, they're all they're gone, all, gone they're at this stage. Gone, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I showed him all that, and he goes, "Oh no, that's grand. No, just you know, sometimes you know you're you're an artist, and people take your work, and but now there's Irish publishing laws, and in England it wouldn't work. Blah blah blah. Right? Yeah. So he says just. Put up on your story
2: and I share it. So basically you got it printed in England and the English publisher didn't recognize the copyright in Ireland. Exactly. Grant. So
3: he was there. Yeah, yeah, that can happen. Blah, blah, blah. Put up on your story. I'll share it after. So
2: you came on your story. So I
3: came on my story, explained everything that went on. And as an added little caveat, because there were so many nasty people, I just said, "No, you should be ashamed of yourselves. You're a bit dickheads. You know, I'm better than you because I don't want to fucking jump to conclusions like that and I'm going to give for the crack 500 euro to the Joe Biden fucking the Mayor Ross Common Mayor Hospice. Hospice and now look I was
2: disappointed but I wasn't surprised but he never shared it on his story well he wouldn't share it because he was thriving on the drama so I was
3: like oh that's uh, that's mad
2: he was getting so much traction on the drama and so, everyone telling him you're great, yeah. And then when it was resolved, he he didn't and you put it up. gave away the five hundred euros. Mm. He didn't care.
3: No, and he even he even put it up as if he made me put give the five hundred euro. You know, it did. He didn't, didn't say that, but on it, it was like.
2: And you happened. shared a screenshot of the invoice. I shared everything. And you showed how much they were costing. Everything. You showed your profit. The profit was thirty euros. Yeah, on the whole thing. On the whole, yeah. The it whole was delivery. just uh, just for the crack, yeah. you know.
3: But uh, I I was just amazed that it was like. It was just attention. You know, that's what it felt like. And
2: it was there, oh, that's social media. Yeah. He was thriving on the fact somebody it, saw, yeah. stole his arm. And artwork. then I
3: got great enjoyment out of going into people's DMs. So I'd look at a message because I've still not got through them all. Like, they're, they're still coming through because he never shared it. Was There's, there 500? Oh, not, I haven't got to the end
2: of them. Right.
3: So I I go through them and I, I didn't mind ones that said, you know, oh, you're you're a fucking for whatever because they, they couldn't think that but the nasty ones and then i go into their bed <laughs> and they'd be all just a nice guy getting through life and they were all artists and they'd have this thing where they're struggling artists and I was looking at them the more I was looking at them and I was looking at their work and these are photographers artists cartoonists and I just dived into that world and got such enjoyment I was there oh I know why you're struggling artists it's not because you think someone's robbing your work like me it's because you're fucking shy <laughs> It's because you're fucking shy And you're lazy Like go get a job You're not a good artist You know, you dude, can't
2: say that to an artist I can if it's shy But your art is subjective It absolutely
3: is subjective But if you're a struggling artist For seven or eight years Give it up It's like If I went to the building And I was shy at it, I'm going to have to leave And go So get if you were else. no
2: good At forward and timber For four or five years I'd
3: give it up Yeah uh, Absolutely Because you know what You'd be desolate
2: Right that's life, but art is art, art. is one of those tricky things. I know. It's
3: well, not for me. So what I decided to do. <laughs> All right, go on. What I decided to do was start my own
2: art page. Wow. Yeah, yeah, big move. What's it big called? Move. And I don't have a lot of time, as you well know. Well, I so doubt. I doubt you'd be giving it much time now. Two hours every week. To be fair. What's it called? A book. Pro Art. What's it called? A book Pro Art tackabook book, tackle book. Good. Did you see it? How do you spell it? I saw it there, but I didn't. I wanted to wait until the podcast. Well, if, if you can't, how do you spell it? S- can you not spell tackabook book? T A K T A C T A C Yeah. A T A C A Yeah. B O O K Yeah. B U K B U K B U C tackabook book. Yeah. B-U-K. 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 B-U-C. <laughs> tack-a-book. yeah. tacka Mario backup. You're not even on it. That's, I've put in TACA book. T-A-C-A. T-A-C-A-B-U-C. Oh, B-U-C. B-U-C. Okay. Um, This is a page for the real art enthusiasts. I'm such a serious artist that I cry every time I finish a work and add the tear to the picture. (laughs) And then the first picture is David there with a huge afro. Uh, painting a picture of a tree. Well, that's just my profile
3: picture. But All right. watch it. Look at the first cartoon I did. I and the first
2: cartoon you did is two penises. Um, one is, is uh, he has his hands on the side of his head. And he said, my girlfriend left me. She said I was a massive cock. And then there's a little penis beside the big penis. And he goes.
3: You've never read a comic comic before, have you? He goes. The, the top one is red first. All right, sorry.
2: Let, let's go back to the start. Let's start again. You let's better, start again. You better edit out. Let's start. <laughs> let's start again. So the, there's two penises, and I might just add that they have little feet and little hands, and they're very, very hairy testicles. Aren't they detailed? And they're 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 of the, um, they're of the, uh, what do you call that when you get the job being done and it pulls back the skin?
3: Circumcised.
2: Yeah, they're of the circumcised nature. Yeah. Either that or they're very, very erect. So the little one says, Hey, buddy, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) And the big one says, My girlfriend left me. She said I was a massive cock. Now go to the next cartoon. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the massive cock then has what appears to be a big shadow over his face, and he has his hands down by his hairy testicles. And the little cock has the hands up in the air going, a massive, veiny, hairy cock. Yeah. And it's signed, Tacklebow.
3: I'm going to start off with cartoons. and uh, Then I'm going to do some, um, I'm going to do all the ones that the ones were given out saying that I couldn't, that, I'm going to show them how it's really done.
2: Let's read the description. In this serious cartoon series, the Willy Pals learn to deal with the pressures and challenges in modern society (laughs) with honesty and balls. hashtag Willy Friends hashtag Takabook Art hashtag Ireland Leash Making Big Bank David Cuddy Real Art hashtag Serious Artist
3: Yeah, and there's going to be 20 prints of each signed, and they will be for sale. Uh,
2: The comments are you trailblazer, Dave. I'm a real artist. Do you know what Book stands for? Fantastic art. Hashtag girlfriend. I don't know what it stands for. Do you want to know? <laughs> Is it relatively clean? Um, i want go on. Say it anyway.
3: The artistic community are bitter useless cunts.
2: Wow. So yeah. it's no, it's it's not clean at all.
3: No, no. <laughs> it's not. Because uh, it can't be that people can be so nasty. And the only way that you can... Deal with that is just uh, show them how fucking funny they are. Jeez, you're really hurting from this. No, I'm not. Nah. I think it's funny. No, no, you're hurting. No, no, no. This It gives me
2: something fun to do. This is a backlash for it is. the DMs you've because, been getting.
3: Yeah, and I can show them because they're still watching. And imagine now you're one of these people looking at me in that one day, thinking I'm some muck savage in a wood. And just like that, I can turn around and I can draw better than them.
2: You think you can draw better I than I know I can. But to a lot of people, that penis is horrendous.
3: No. No, because art r- is subjective. <laughs> 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 no, but it's like, you should, people, people are so quick to just be so nasty. It's so sad. Like, it's so sad when these people are just so, you can imagine, like, so when I was looking at it, I was there, right, so they're following someone and they're just sitting at home and they just, this guy puts up whatever and they're there so triggered and none got to do them and they get so triggered now when was the last time you commented on someone's thing that you don't know for no reason think about it never it's mental like it's so funny it's so funny like when you're watching remember Facebook back when the vaccines first started do you remember
2: how oh
3: don't say that word
2: got? or our podcast will get restricted no, but go but on to, yeah do you remember how angry people got yeah it was crazy yeah. Long, big oh, yeah. long fucking As many characters as, as they could put in. As many as they
3: could. Yeah. And you're going, Oh, the poor horse. Mm. Pity him.
2: Yeah. Are you sensitive? Of course I am. Of
3: course I am. Every I I'm I'm as soft as fuck.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Like uh in, But uh, in, in in the way like if
2: I watch a film that was Saturday, I I put some ball. But you're very outspoken for somebody so sensitive.
3: I don't know how to do coraday.
2: Yeah. Uh, but like, you're, you're asking for trouble and then you're sensitive when you get it.
3: No, I'm not. I never... You, you Hang on you, now I'm, a second. No, I'm talking about that's me defending myself. So yeah. I'm not afraid to defend myself when I know I haven't done anything wrong. So if a problem arises... But if you... Yeah. No, no, listen. yeah. So just say something happens. So you, you, you've often had backlash with stuff. Often. Right. So would you think, who would you think handles it better, me or you?
2: Oh, I don't know. I would, have said, like, I would have said you.
3: So when something like that happens, mm. you can only conduct yourself one way. So I conducted myself forthrightly, rightly, honestly, straight away and to the point. As a man should.
2: Yeah? Yes. So you do that and, and still. And there was 30 euro profit from the t-shirts, but you donated 500 to the Common Hospice.
3: Yeah, so, but when you look at the pettiness of all them people, then like you, you, you're well within your right to give a little poke back yeah. why wouldn't you yeah. I get to do a few drawings I get to show people that I can actually draw I get to do something every week that I'm finding interesting and fun that's giving me a little break from everything yeah. so like I'm turning that into a positive and I'm there showing these people that you know don't be such losers
0: or B Homes make your dream home a reality we do it all from start to finish your one stop shop to becoming a homeowner Log on to brbhomes.ie What did
2: you use to draw them? What did you draw is it on? Is it an app or? No, I drew them with my hands. And you just took a picture of them? Yeah. But how does it look so well? Like how come it looks like there's no shadow or anything? How did you take such a good picture of them? Um, just on my phone. And I cropped it.
3: Really? Yeah. And I have two more drawn already. And they're at home. And I put them up as I go. What kind of pen
2: did you use? I used a marker, a little felt tip pencil. And what did you use to give me a little... Um, shadow. Shadow face. A little
3: pastel. A little... Uh, you know, get the pencil and you rub it. Rub it your finger.
2: Yeah. I suppose what's incredible is when you go from, from left to right, that they, they both look very, very... Like you, you drew them twice. Do, no, so... Very they well. Were
3: done, they were done with a pencil first. Yeah. And if you look at the second one, see the second one? Yeah. They're basically the same ones outlined and I
2: just changed the angles of their hands and their feet. Oh, you just rubbed out their hands? Yeah. And drew them back in again?
3: No. So like on a piece of paper, when I went heavy.
2: Yeah. With the
3: marker the second time, the outline was on the second piece of paper under. So all I had to do oh. was change the angle of the pen
2: on the... Well, that's very artistic.
3: I'm, I'm an artist. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like, you have to defend yourself. It's like when, do you not get frustrated when you're on Facebook? Like, the reason I don't use Facebook anymore is someone goes onto your video and says, oh, you're a cunt. And then you go, oh, you're a cunt. And then you're blocked. <laughs> yeah. So you have no way of getting back. So like, I have a platform that I can actually stand up for myself. And I'm not afraid to stand up for myself. Especially when I know I've not done wrong. Yeah. Sure, all you have is your name. Yeah. You have nothing else. This, this, this business though, when you're doing social media, can um, it exaggerates everything as well. Because everything you know if the shit hits the fan is very played out in public. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, if you don't have ultimate confidence in what you're doing, it can kind of, that's why like, I, I kind of always have to be honest whether it's bad or good. Like when you say, I say outrageous things, well, I can still stand by everything I say. Yeah. whether it be outrageous or not because it, I, do, I do always feel right if I say something and a lot of people wouldn't agree with it right mm-hmm. grand but still me I can't really be how on can I I'm just being honest but do when you're in the middle of it do you ever, have you ever went oh fuck I'm nearly having a panic attack here
2: the only time I have felt that I thought I was going to die from panic was when I had to do the five minutes of stand up in front before Cowboy in you be- did well on that. In Belmont. I, actually, I actually do think I did well. When did you write it? That All that week. So it started out that I would just introduce him. Give a bit of a backstory to it. So I, I have something coming up during the summer and I have to be the face of something and, and I have to be in front of thousands of people and I'm absolutely shitting it. And I said yes to it because I didn't want to say no to it. I, I just said, I, re- I did want to say no but I wasn't allowing myself to say no. So mm. then I said yes. Now I'm panicking that I'm not able to do it even though I know deep down that I can do it. So I said to myself, I need to get into a crowd. I need to push through this. I need to I need to stand in front of a crowd, know what it feels like and know that I can get out the other end of it. So I said to Cowboy, do you mind if I introduce you down in Belmullet? He said, no problem. Went down to Belmullet. Was, it was sold out. The venue seats, 208 people. It was all sold out. And come and Coming up to it then that week, I said to myself, right, I'm going to introduce him. And then I might say this because this happened in Belmont two or three weeks ago. And then I added on another line and then I added on another line and another line. And then suddenly I had five minutes wrote of comedy, somewhat comedy. Yeah. And I ran it by him and he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't get some of it, but he said he was he was so cool. Like he just said, just do it. Just do it. I could have went out there and done the chicken song and he would have said, just do it. You know, he, he didn't care what I was doing. He, he knew I had a box to tick and whatever the outcome was, he knew I was going to learn something from it. Mm. Now, he didn't hang me out to dry either. He listened to everything I said and he didn't have any problem with it. I'm sure if, if, if it wasn't funny or he, he thought he had an issue with it, he'd tell me. So it came to introducing him. I went out on stage and I, I had a few uh, bullet points written down and I just held them in my hand. I had a little piece of paper. Probably wasn't the most professional thing to do, but I just held it in my hand and I went out. And uh, I saw a few people in the crowd that I knew and I zoned in on them and gave him a touch and gave her a touch and gave this business a touch and gave that business a touch and me- made, a bit, made a few jokes about Bell Mullet. And as I said earlier on, Belmullet Mullet people are sound and they all laughed and everything was great. And, but m- my point is, before I went out on stage, it felt like somebody was sitting on my chest and I, I just felt like I was going to have a heart attack. I genuinely thought, this is a heart attack I'm having. And then I said to French Toast, I said, come here, I think, I think somebody, I think I feel like somebody's sitting on my chest. And he goes, oh no, you're sound man. You know, French Toast. Yeah. I used to always feel like that man. You're fucking grand man. Go on out on stage, man. And then that was it. The lights were on. The second he had said to me, you're a grand man. I didn't have any option but to go. I had no, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't respond and said, no, I think it's a heart attack. The lights were on, the door opened, you're on. Hmm. And then I was on the stage but then the thing that, that messed me up was the lights were so bright I couldn't see anyone in the audience. And I needed to see them for some of the things I had written. Oh, yeah. And then I was holding my hand up like this trying to block out the light. And then Sean Fahey was over here. He was after winning Gloria Tierra, and he was in the front row and I spotted him and I calmed down. I said, right, well, he's getting it. And then I was looking for two other people that I, was, that I had in mind that I knew were at the gig and I couldn't find them. Couldn't find them. And I was frantically going through my lines whilst trying to find the other two and I had to change it up a little bit but then I had a a fallback story that I didn't need anyone for Uh, so I went to that went to that went to the punchline everyone laughed and I said ladies and gentlemen I've been Alan Clark give it up for Cowboy Kelly and I played the music and Cowboy Kelly came out Did you get a buzz? I got such a buzz I could have taken on the world after that and it was only five minutes you know there's lads doing it for 90 minutes
3: so did, you in, so did you enjoy that more than, say, doing your videos? And was that a little buzz for you that you go, oh, I think I'd like to do that?
2: No, I, no, I enjoyed it. And I really, I enjoyed the satisfaction I got from it, that I could do it. I could stand in front of 200 people and I did make them laugh. There weren't, there weren't pity laughs. I did make them laugh. It was all very relatable content. People were coming up to me in the bar after going, you're actually a natural. You know, we could really relate to what you were saying. And they didn't have to come up to me. They weren't blowing smoke up my arse. And I just loved that I ticked that box. I don't think I'd make it as a stand-up comedian because I'm very bad at remembering things. If you tell me a knock-knock joke now, I'll forget it by the time I go down to the car. Come in. I, <laughs> I'll, have forgo- <laughs> I'll have forgotten it. So I wouldn't. I don't think I'd make it as a comedian, but I've been speaking to a few and they've they've told me different tricks that they do to remember lines. But I got a great sense of accomplishment from it. And I... I just said, right, I can do that thing during the summer. Because what's harder than, than stand-up comedy? All I have to do now during the summer is present something and talk in front of a few people. I don't have to make them laugh. I don't have to mm. be funny. All I have to do is just be there. How did you feel at the Gossies? How did I feel at the Gossies? Yeah. I felt That was a big deal for you. I, had a, I had real imposter syndrome at that. Yeah. Do you know a lot of the people up there or were you? I knew them all. Sure, I looked up to most of them. Like, Dahi O'Shea is a hero. Like, I think he's just such a legend. I really, really, really admire Dahi O'Shea because, you know, he's your man from down in Kerry and, you know, he's up there now on the, the daytime TV. He's and doing him. He's doing him. Successful at- yeah. Uh growing your Yeah. you get another woman that I absolutely love to bits. You know, like, even growing up, like, I don't know if you felt that but when I was growing up like growing and Schoiga, oh no, yeah yeah the, the Shoiga sisters Sheila and Grain, you were like yeah. how are you getting on girls um, so now that you're at it,
3: you're like you're a full time social media influencer what are you what do you think of it all now like what's the like is it like what's it like like are you getting up in, in the morning like and forget about the work that's coming in and choosing the work or whatever but like do you ever feel God, there's a lot of people watching me and a lot of expectations and I have to create something every day. And,
2: like, no, I'm not one of these people that has to create stuff every day. And I think, I don't know if people would would agree with me, but I think there's too much of that. I think people now are losing their credibility because they're creating content every single day, trying to stay relevant.
3: Well, that I think that's the thing, like staying relevant. what What, what does that mean? Say like if you're, if you're staying relevant, say mm. like most social media, is it staying relevant by doing ads or, so when you start, so when someone starts doing social media, they start doing, they have a shtick or they have something that catches on. Like a catchphrase, is it? Or? Not like a catchphrase, but say you transitioned from it. So you came on and the first thing that you done was, what got traction was leering social media influencers. Yeah. Now you're a social media influencer.
2: Yeah, well, I I, I was doing a, a a book on how to become yeah a social, but but you see, my day job, my job was training social media, mm. so I was training people to become influencers. But
3: now that you are one, yeah, is the trend to be one and the being one two whole other ballgame?
2: Huge, yeah, yeah.
3: It's a it's did a you expect ex- it?
2: I didn't expect it. No, no. What's
3: no. the most negative thing that you found in it for you?
2: It's incredibly stressful. Um, In what way? It's, I suppose the DMs, if you didn't go into your DMs, you might enjoy it a little bit more. But everyone has a comment and everyone has an opinion on every single thing you do. If I give the dog a biscuit, that biscuit is called into question. If I walk the dog at 11 o'clock th- at night on my own, the fact that I'm walking the dog at 11 o'clock at night is called into question. Every single thing you do. The last, last week when I was driving the Ford Raptor, I was in a yard and I had a 10 second video up of me going over the cattle grid. You could hear the cattle grid. It was a private yard. There was no one around and I was at a cowboy hat on. And then it was like on your phone while you're driving. <laughs> do you know? And it was a private yard it was 10 seconds and you could see the trees going past. I was doing about four miles an hour. And then suddenly it was like this, that and the other. So it, you have to, it's, it's really difficult. It's really difficult. And then, you know, I have an awful lot of struggles personally at the minute with, mm. with uh, business ventures and, and I have a lot going on in my personal life. And then I can't physically go on for three or four days because I'm not mentally able to. And then you go on and you have 190 messages saying, Alan, where are you? Why aren't you on? Mm. Why aren't you on? What, what's happened? And then Karen's getting messages saying, how are you? Where's Alan? You're getting messages mm. saying, what's Alan doing? And you've only, uh, p- people might find this hard to believe, but you've only been off your page for, for 24 hours. Yeah. And you could have 150 messages of people saying, why aren't you on? What, what, what's happened?
3: And y- you can't win because if you were to go on and Tell everyone exactly what's going on. Yeah. I'm whinge. You're a whinger. Mm-hmm. If you don't come on and you're not chirpy Allen, Yeah. You're car. Yeah. So it's like you and me are kind of, you're two years where I was. Yeah. And you'll get to a stage where you just go, and I'm telling you, it's a joyous thing So <laughs>
2: you just go, fuck off. My q and A's is the one question I would get asked most is, are you Okay. Yeah. So people aren't stupid. They know, they know when there's something off, and they know. Um, they're not stupid. So I never addressed it. So there's two things I never address. I don't, uh, I don't like to get into the whole "are you single" thing because I think it makes it sound like you're looking for a, a girlfriend that you're desperate. And
3: are you single?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am single, but I don't get into it because I think when you go online and yeah, I'm single, uh, it makes it sound like you're crying out for a girlfriend, and I'm not. You know? Would you like a girlfriend? Oh, I'd love one. But when it happens, it happens. Is, but and, does this make it more difficult? Definitely. I've been on dating apps. We'll get, we'll get back to that in, in a second about the girlfriend. Listen, thing.
3: whose podcast this anyway? No, r- remind, remind me to come back
2: to that. But um, what I was saying was I went on one day and I said, you know what? Everyone's asking me, am I okay? And things aren't great, but I'm sound. I'm getting on with it. Do you know? And I'll manage. And I don't want to whinge because like you say, when you're working with little blue heroes and you're working with this family and that family, we have no problems, Mm. none whatsoever. But it's all relative. It's all relative. Yeah. So we do have our problems and they are relative. And and my problems are just as big as the next person because they're my problems. But you don't like going on because like you say, then people go, oh, shut up. You'd know what a problem was if this happened to you. And then the second you say, I'm not doing great, but I'm doing okay. Then... The flood of messages come in of people telling you their problems um, and then you feel like you have to reply to them and you you feel like you're becoming a counsellor then for so many people. Hundreds of people telling you, oh, you know, it's great that you come on saying that because this happened to me. Mm -hmm. And then you're taking that on. Then you have the few messages saying, oh, walk it off. You're a single lad. Like, what could be wrong with you? Like you've no problems, doesn't you? Like you're not worried about getting kicked out of your house or paying your mortgage or, you know, you don't have kids to feed, you don't have a wife to support, you don't have whatever. So how could you possibly have problems? So that's the part I find the most and difficult.
3: There's, a, there's also a hidden thing that a lot of people wouldn't understand is when you're, when you're like you and you have a platform, people can try and sell you a lemon and they use you as a cash cow. Yeah. So you can, it's very, very easy to take be taken advantage of because people sell you something and you've no reason not to believe them yeah and that happens it's happened it's happened with me and it, it people it's, are and I told you ages ago do you remember I told, told yeah. you yeah
2: you trust people too much <laughs> yeah yeah no it has happened it has happened um yeah I was going to say something there now and I can't remember what it was but yeah it's massive yeah, well, yeah. people taking advantage of you no, I thought you were talking
3: about my pins. <laughs> <laughs> no, people take advantage. It, it's uh, yeah, you're just seen as a cash cow to a lot of people, and it's hard to, it's hard to the bullshit meter doesn't work with these people because they're so good at, it. yeah, and it takes a while to find. And the problem is in life and in business, you have to stay trusting people,
2: or you can't move forward. You know, you know that I was really low mm. lately, and. It'll all come out in the wash and it'll come out whether it comes out in six months or six years it'll all come out in the wash but there's something really bugging me and then I got a message saying um, your biggest problem is you're you're feeling sorry for yourself you need to stop feeling sorry for yourself.
3: Someone messaged you
2: Yeah. And you know with all that I've gone on I really don't have time to feel sorry for myself Mm. and if anyone should be feeling sorry for themselves for something that has happened I think I have a bit of a right to, but I don't. I just, I just plow on. Mm. I just fucking plow on. And I just keep her lit all the time. But it would bother me that somebody thinks, oh, he's on here looking for sympathy. or Because I'm not. I don't look for attention. I don't look for sympathy. I, like you, I don't care about the views. If I come up with a funny video, that's an outlet for me. I'm looking to create content because I'm stressed out or I'm thinking about something and I want to create this content to get me away from that and I upload it and there it is. Mm. And I don't care how many views it gets, like the pothole the last night. It happened. I was out trying to fix a pot. I was trying to fix a puncture with a bottle of slime and this slime wasn't working because the hole was too big and I slept outside a tire shop for four hours. And (laughs) then the the shutter goes up, right? Shutter goes up eight o'clock the next morning. Your man goes, how are you, Alan? (laughs) I'm like. How yeah, I follow you on Instagram. All right. David Cuddy's some crack, isn't he? <laughs> he sent me a mug of Christmas with a big cock. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I've been outside your shop since four o'clock. <laughs> Will you just put on a tyre? No, a lovely fella. An yeah. Absolute lovely. I think uh, Neil or Nile was his name. An absolute gentleman. And then starts sending new videos. Yeah, of my misfortune of your
3: misfortune I couldn't get over it I was getting abuse I was there thinking what's going on because I have no service in the wood and then I was getting all these uh, messages when you think it would balance? when you think it fucking hell Alan I, like, I have
2: no fucking idea what's going on <laughs> I can't I can't ring somebody at half three in the morning and say how are you will you come and pick me up I would no to be fair it all kicked off around half one and Stuart Miles was up and he saw it happening and he said how are you he rang me and he goes how are you I'm on the way down for you and I said no no I stole the ball now He was going to Dublin at nine o'clock the next morning. And he lives probably 35 minutes away from my house. So he would have to drive an hour to Galway. This was at two o'clock, drive an hour to Galway, an hour to Alan's house and 45 minutes back to his own house. So he'd be gone three hours. So he'd be getting back home, let's just say five, six o'clock. And then he had to get up and go to Dublin at nine o'clock and be a performing monkey in Dublin. So I said, no, don't come down. Do not come down. He was in the car like I could hear the car. And he said, I'm on the way down. And I said, no, 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 turn around. And then I could have rang here and I could have rang loads of people. I probably know more people in Galway than Castlebar. But I couldn't physically pick up the phone and say, How are you doing? Can I stay in your house there for a few hours? I'd have to.
3: If I was stuck at Side Road.
2: And then you're getting up at eight o'clock and you're saying, How are you? Will you bring me into the tire shop at eight o'clock? I'd be taken. Huh? I'd be taken. What do you mean you'd be taken? If I was to fall asleep, someone would rob me. I had a fella, I woke up at seven o'clock to a fella videoing me. (laughs) A white van. Pulled up beside the car. No lie. Starts videoing me in the window. Looks at me. I wake up going, is this actually happening? I I woke up going, am I dreaming? First of all, I had a dream when I was asleep that Kennedy's bought a Land Rover and put Kevin Kennedy Motors in the exact same place that's on my Defender. And he drove out the Hedford Road. And I was after That was your dream? My dream was that Kennedy's bought a Defender. The same as mine. Mm. Only it didn't have Northern Hemisphere on it. And there was Kevin Kennedy driving out the road and he put Kevin Kennedy Motors on at the same place where I put Ken- Kevin Kennedy Motors on my one. And I was thinking to myself, that's so strange. Why would they buy another Defender? And he drove out the road. That was my dream. Then at seven o'clock, I woke up to this man filming me and I'm thinking to myself, is this happening? Is there a man here videoing me? And it was getting bright and I was, uh, I was asleep for like 90 minutes at this stage and I had sleep deprived. I thought I was exaggerating. Then he takes down the phone, and starts laughing, just starts laughing. Puts it into first gear and drives off. Doesn't put down the window and say, How are you doing? Any crack? Did doesn't you get say to send anything. that on WhatsApp? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I was only explaining this to somebody today. That man is a man that goes home every evening and he's sitting on the couch and his wife is watching my videos, laughing her whole off. And she's saying, I love Alan Clark. He's all funny. And this is sick of listening to Alan Clark. And sick of listening to his videos and sick of listening to his wife. And the wife probably bought my gin and she probably bought a fleece and she probably bought. And he's fucking, he hates Alan Clark's guts. Do you think he hated you? And he said, look at that fucking idiot there asleep in his car. I'm going to take a video of him and send it to the wife. And he probably sent it to the wife and said, huh, he's not so great now, is he? (laughs) I'd be 99% sure that that's what happened. And... Hopefully she's going to listen to this podcast and send me a message and say that's exactly what happened.
3: Do you have mad dreams?
2: Not really, no. Do You,
3: do you, you don't have these weird dreams when you fall asleep. Do you sleep well?
2: No, I sleep very bad. Very bad. Like so I'm,
3: going to bed late or just don't sleep? I don't
2: sleep, yeah. I toss and turn a lot. Um, that's because so much going on? An awful lot going on. And also I have this dermatitis on my face that I'm trying to sort out at the minute and... I'm on this prescription cream and I'm on this magic flecking vitamin and magic everything and she's just saying to me, well, we can't understand what's not, what's, why it's not reacting as well as it should be. Now, it, I am getting results but she's like, this should be gone by now. Do you think it's stress? She said it's 100% stress. 100%.
3: How did we get rid of this stress, Alan?
2: She said, you're never going to and like, I know people are watching my videos saying you can't see it because number one, there's a filter on, number two, I have a load of cream on it. But if I didn't put the cream on, I didn't do the treatment and didn't put on the filter, I'd have this big flaky nose and you would see it. And I'm battling with it every day. But she said, we can't do any morphia. You and stop being stressed. And she said, like, your stomach's in a heap, your face is in a heap. And she said, just, just and the doctor, I went to the doctor three or four weeks ago about, um, I had a lump. And I was concerned about that and I had to go and get a scan. And thank God, everything's perfect. But he was saying to me as well, he was saying, Alan, Dick, your your stress is 10 out of 10. You need to cop on. Have you? Have I copped on? I'd say just this week. I started on Monday. I'm out every day walking or uh, doing weights. I've been eating properly. I've had no chocolate this week. I'm mad about chocolate. I've got my diet fairly well and I feel better from doing those two or three little things. The only thing I'm not doing is, eat, is drinking enough water. But I'm very, very conscious now that any time I'm starting to feel stressed or, or start thinking about that issue... Have a wank. Not have a wank, no. Bump up them numbers. Start walking. Really? I just get out and walk. I don't care what the rain is doing. I don't care what weather it is. I have to walk. Just, just start walking. And when, when I'm... Depending on the level of stress, I might be gone 20 minutes or I might be gone an hour and a half, but I will keep walking until I, until I'm able to get back into the car and go home.
3: What do you, what, if I could magically take away one of the things causing you most stress, what would it be?
2: One of the things causing me the most stress. It's not really anything you can take away. I, I undervalued myself. I undervalued myself and. Wildly. Hugely. And you, you, you have always been one of my biggest supporters and I've, you know, I have a couple of other people, but the, I have to get better at valuing myself and having a bit more appreciation for myself Mm. because I've been, I've been taken advantage of one too many times. And that's not me feeling sorry for myself. Just facts. That's just a fact. And I have to be, a, just have my big boy pants on now and say, well, I'm not going to let that happen again. And it might happen again. But you have to push on. I have to push on. And you have to fucking stop looking at MDMs. Ah, uh, To be fair, 99% of them are sound. Yeah. But it depends where you are in your mood. And it depends. Like if it's somebody, you know, having a pop at you, then it hurts. Of course it's going to hurt. Mm. If I had a pop at you, it would hurt you. Like if it's somebody you know and somebody that's in your industry and somebody that you work alongside and they actually have respect for. Well, we make pops at each other, but constructively. Harry, yeah, you'd, <laughs> you'd you'd you know. Are you a fucking idiot? It's water off a duck's back with us. <laughs> but if it's somebody in your circle having a go at you, of course it's going to affect you. But ninety-nine percent of people are sound. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Coming back to what bugs me about social media is that's the thing. Sometimes you can't just say what you want to say. If you're talking about uh, cooking for one, somebody's saying, "Oh, you stop feeling sorry for yourself and get a woman," I, it's nothing to do with me having a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's difficult to buy products to cook for one person. It's that's 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 the issue here. It's not that. Uh, I'm giving out about being single but people twist everything like can you buy a packet of mints for one person no you have to buy mints to do two or three days and then you have to eat it for two or three days these are just it's the nature of
3: it though. It's there's, ma- no, there's nothing that I do there's nothing that people are just going to find people say that I'm doing stuff wrong with my kids I'd have people telling me that I'm rearing my kids wrong the whole time Yeah, I could be <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I could be what's to say you were reared right that's it it's part of life it's part of life just fuck them
2: yeah Fuck them all. Yeah. No, I have to say, I've, I'm, I'm lucky. 99.9% of my DMs are good. And I've lovely, I have lovely, I have unbelievable support. And you know that from the Gossies. Mm. You're up against a fella that has 700,000 followers. His photos get, one of his photos got 300,000 likes. I think the most likes I've ever gotten a photo was probably 2,000. And I absolutely wiped the floor with him in votes. Because my followers, when I asked them to click on something, they click on it. And I'm very lucky like that. And I talk to other content creators. I talk to agents. I talk to brands. My engagement would be much higher than anyone else's, and that's from having hardcore supporters. I have an awful lot of lovely, lovely, lovely supporters who who would take a bullet for me, Mm. and they send me. And and that's
3: because they're they're dropping in to see how Alan's doing. They're dropping in to watch you. And it's just the odd ones, then just
2: but that's it, what keeps me going, yeah, you know you have you'd see their names popping in there, you see oh Suzanne or you see uh you see Mickey or you see Daniel, and you just you just go uh, you know they're still there, they're still there, they're still hanging on, <laughs> yeah. you know, think you need a holiday I definitely need a holiday, I definitely need a holiday you
3: need a fun holiday, yeah, <laughs> like that's why i'm so I'm so lo- you you can't. Say where, where you are, you there's no break from it. You, you don't get a break from it. So when even when you put down the phone when you're having a tough time, you're, yeah. you're in your own head. It's the worst place any man can be. Mm. Say like when I go home, no matter how stressed I could have got last year, there was I had no time. You know, you go home, you have kids and you have a wife and you have loads of things to keep your mind busy and you're busy all the time. Yeah. So like it's very hard when you're at home and you're, you don't have all that. Like I have, I, I'm lucky I have all that. You don't have all that. I have my work yeah. where I work with my brothers and I'm, I'm, my, my days are very full.
2: I have this thing called the box of life. So within this box, I have six boxes and I make sure they're always filled. So in this, in this, in my six boxes, I have like uh, walking or I have uh, football. I have podcasts. I have my brother. I have you. I have two, uh, two or three other really good friends. And I make sure all those boxes are filled because if you have one big box with one thing in it, when that goes, you're empty. Mm. So I keep making sure my boxes are filled. So I'm, I'm keeping myself going. And last Sunday I had a really good conversation with my brother and he's really level-headed and he's my biggest fan, you know, and he, he's, he's just, he would honestly take a bullet from me. He'd give me his, his kidneys and both of them. Yeah, he would. He definitely would. And he'd probably give them to anyone. But um, we just, I sat down and I had a chat with him and I said, look, I'm struggling with such a thing and this is this is what's happening. And he just said, you know what, Alan? Fuck it. Fuck it. It's no big deal. Let's just draw a line in it. Let's just get on with it. Let's just, he said, this has happened to you before. Yeah. You've come back from it before. Yeah. You'll come back from it again. So last Sunday, I drew a line in it and I just said, fuck it, that's it. I can't, I can't hang around anymore. I have to keep her lit. Yeah. And that's why I started walking, eating, uh, recording these podcasts. Just keep plowing on. podcasts are brilliant, aren't they? It's a great outlet, yeah.
3: They're great. They're just, uh, they're just so nice. Mm -hmm. They're just so relaxing. They take away all the shit.
2: Yeah. That's why I love them. If you and I were in Brazil, we'd be multi-millionaires. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we'd be megastars. And bad. in Ireland, you're just that feckin' idiot. That's what I meant
3: to say. Do you know what you should do? If there's anyone, you're into, you have loads of sponsors in Yorkshire. Do you know what I think you should do? I don't have loads of sponsors. Ah, well, you know, you're you're a very sponsorable kind of guy. Like <laughs> me. Right? I sponsor myself. I'm uh, fully independent, right? Yeah. But I think, and I go with you, no bother. If someone wants to pay for us to go out to Brazil or go out to South America and have a guided ayahuasca trip, I think that'd change your life.
2: I think that's the last thing I need in my life. No,
3: that's exactly what you need. Right. Separate ourselves from our ego for a while. Get a little bit of break.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: Just we, get a higher level of consciousness for a while.
2: I'm conscious of the time here now. That's what I'm conscious <laughs> of. So like we, we'll come back to that in our next podcast. Look at my phone. Look at this. Look at all the notifications. You're like the Snapchat god. God of Snapchat, yeah. Forestry are, these, are all these people now going to be giving me abuse? It's a high likelihood. What about likelihood. Philly man? He sounds like a man now that's, that's up for the crack. I get so many cocks in. <laughs> what, about, what about Jimbo Sambos? Have you ever come across him? No, what, what do you mean? Jimbo Sambos wants to be Came your friend. Came across him. Easy now. Stephen Campion. Shane with a, an emoji of a truck. Shane drives a truck. Um, shout out to Shane How are you Stone Shane? Stone Cold Cowboy Is that him? I don't know <laughs> Alright <laughs> Quick fire round So to finish up I put up a box on my Instagram Saying have you any questions oh. For Cuddy Love these So answer these quickly now Don't be None about me old lad now No no no, no. Um, Are you spiritually gifted like Liz? No This person thinks you are No you... I actually think I am You just don't realise it Oh so he doesn't Sometimes
3: vibra- I vibrate in the bed at night <laughs> The bed vibrates
2: I think Vicky has something no, no, that, that she hasn't s- told s- you about I, no, no, in the bed I swear to God and that's why you're not getting as much as Vicky said to you me a few
3: it. times do you feel that and I was there what is that and she mm-hmm. goes I'm telling you the bed, bed vibrating there's a rampant rabbit under the bed there's not there's not she doesn't need it with me <laughs> I've, I've put it to Vicky already I said the minute you're ready I'm, I'm game
2: any new products on the way yes loads do you want to say what they are no your dream podcast guest
3: uh, my dream podcast guest is Joseph Fritzl
2: Does he want to be seen or not? Who? Don't know, that's what the question is Does he want to be seen or not? Don't get uh, When are you doing a live podcast?
3: There is a question
2: When are we doing it? <laughs> We're going to do it this year I am I'm actively Here, Here's the thing I'm a It's an awful lot of pressure for Alan Because I'm just to show up and go <laughs> Yeah, no, it's going to be this year We're going to do it this year Definitely. Uh, It might be a Christmas special or something like that. Maybe we'll do one at the end of the summer. We're going to start small. Imagine if Santa came. We're going to start small in a very small venue and test the water with it. And then we'll take it from there. Um, Do you need a pothole filled? Nope. Uh, Well, if you do, give me a shout. Mm -hmm. Where did making Big Bang come from?
3: Uh, Ironically, someone said to me, I was only after starting my... Uh, my fi- my Instagram no not my Instagram I hadn't Instagram started up yet and people were asking me why I don't have an Instagram account and my Snapchat was massive and there was loads of people asking me these questions why the fuck are you doing so many hours because I'd start at four and I'd be working till eight and I was there oh yeah because I fucking loads of money you know I'm making big bank and it was irony just irony it would be fun um, have you any road trips planned g two on the road is the best thing I've ever seen uh, we're going to do a guided ayahuasca trip in Brazil
2: I'm trying to get him to do the bumblebee with me but I'm chaps he has four chaps it's very hard right um, no question but I hope you're planning a trip uh, who is who's on your best friend list who's your f- top five? Oh, top five um
3: you Shane McCuddy uh
2: my brothers. Outside your brothers, yeah.
3: Oh, outside my brothers. I've very Martin Gotten. I'm very small.
2: Yeah, you have to keep your circle small though. It's very small. <laughs> and the more, the more successful you get, the smaller your circle gets, doesn't
3: yeah, it? Yeah. I, I've met a few real nice people. And it's not like, um, right. Yeah, I have a couple of people that I
2: really okay. like. Would you consider building a BRB home? Would I? Yeah. If I got it, would they? are a grand yoke. They're a good right. old yoke. And Donald seems like a nice lad. This is actually from Shamey. I don't think he works there, by the way, just in case (laughs) I'm wondering. If Alan took David's advice, what would Alan be doing? (laughs) You could answer that one. (laughs) If Alan took David's advice, what would Alan be doing? If Alan took David's
3: advice, he would have more fucking faith in himself. He'd probably have a television program. He'd be fucking making uh, hit videos (laughs) and stuff for everyone. If If I'd done what Alan asked me, I'd probably be super I'd be super famous probably <laughs> wouldn't I yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, I think Alan if Alan just took his own advice Alan would be a superstar
2: yeah that's fair mm. yeah. absolutely I give yeah I give an awful lot of time and great advice to other people yeah and I don't do anything for myself and and that's me feeling sorry for myself <laughs> 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 you, pit, you pitiful fool when are you going tour in
3: Europe oh god When am I going to go? If someone gave us loads, if here's how it works, right? I will go anywhere with Alan as long as I can say to Vicky, hey, Vicky, here's money so it's, yeah. it's, you know right.
2: that's the way I'm going so anyone that wants us to go on a road trip together we need sponsorship yeah we need to sort Vicky out with a few bob I have to be paid right I can't not my machines are fucking worth a fortune they can't yes. be parked so like let's just call Vicky our manager yeah. you have to pay the manager yeah. and we'll go anywhere for and him. Vicky's a Protestant so there's no messing around oh so it's big money big money Um, when is the christening don't know we'll wing that when are you coming back to Mayo uh, whenever someone gives me lots of money. <laughs> is Mayo your second favourite county? Love Mayo. Love uh, Mayo. Is he starving after missing the big Friday Cuddy lunch? Yes. Insert plug for the ovens here. Uh, yeah, well, I do sell ovens, by the way. They
3: have a 12 volt and 24. But uh, normally on a Friday, me and Greg and Garrett go for food. But the boys had a long term meeting in Portaigua, so I was all on my own. So I didn't go.
2: How are the ovens going? Inflaying it. So they're an oven for a machine? For a lorry, tractor, car, they're a convection oven, they're a savage joke. When is he getting the Raptor? The
3: Raptor is supposed to be in on the 28th of May, roughly, that's what they said, hopefully, but that'll probably be the end, the start of June and then I'm mean, just going to wait until July.
2: When is Lily getting a phone?
3: She's not getting a phone until she is 14 or 15, until she goes to secondary school.
2: Lily is mad to be an influencer. Your fault.
3: How is it my fault? She fucking thinks you, she loves you more than she loves me. She thinks <laughs> you're a superstar. <laughs> you right? And I'm there, listen, he's just this fucking dickhead to feel sorry for himself. No, I, she just wants to have a phone. She's nobody, she's the only one in her class that doesn't have a phone. And I'm trying to explain to her that it's different for her than it is for other kids. Because that's my fault. Yeah. And I can't until she gets a little bit more mature, I don't know.
2: Oh, it's a tough one.
3: It is a tough one, and I hate that she's getting older. And she's so clever, and I, and I feel she sad. She will
2: buy and sell
3: you. Oh, and she's got so big, and I can and she's still my baby. She's still my baby. I still see what I see with Bruce. That, yeah. I still see that. It's crazy.
2: She'll be mega famous though. Oh, I just hope I just want her to be content. It's a, tr- it's a tricky one we've spoke. I think we spoke about that in the mm-hmm. last podcast. Did we speak about it with Vicky when you and I and Vicky I think so, yeah. done the podcast yeah. about phones. Um, have you <laughs> 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 have you ever seen a hot nun? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I this have is coming a- from your podcast with yeah, Sean, Sean last week. Yeah. You asked him, was a sister in the hospital hot?
3: Yeah. And he said, no, they're not hot. He said there's no
2: such thing as a hot sister. And I said there is.
3: Because I went on a retreat once and it was fucking smoking hot nun. And I could And like no hair You couldn't see Her hairline What do you mean no hair? Well like Oh because she had the hat on Yeah She had the costume on And still super hot (laughs) The costume or uniform Yeah But super hot Super hot She beautiful face And you could see Like she was built like What do you mean she was built? she She was nice like (laughs) <laughs> oh, like, I, I was only young lad I a fucking massive stalk on me In the middle of the fucking no, retreat No y- like.
2: it didn't Go on Well so you know, big like. So like you're saying Like she was all woman like Well she was fine thing. Yeah And I was wearing my uniform And it, you oh. And what were you
3: thinking uh, Please don't ask him to sta- Get me to stand up by the horn That's what I was thinking 16, 17 years of age What would you be thinking
2: I'm just I'm speechless Because I don't think Anyone in a nun's outfit would turn me on. You just haven't seen the right nun. But now, now that I'm thinking about it in my head. No, she was a real... Nun's costumes are obviously a fetish.
3: No, it wasn't a fetish. She was just a really pretty girl. She was yeah. lovely.
2: Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that like a nun's costume would be a good seller in a sex shop.
3: Is it? She sure would have to be. How many... I've never seen a nun's uniform in a sex shop.
2: Well, I haven't. I haven't been in that many sex shops, really? to be honest. I was in it once to buy a dildo for a stag weekend. Yeah, I was in there buying dildos. And I was like, k- k- trying to t- tell your man, <clears throat> this isn't for me. I'm going on a stag. And he was just there scanning it going, yeah, yeah. We bought. That's what every That's the lad, one you done in Kieran. That's what every No, no, that was, that was uh, he'd done that for me then. But um, oh. this was years ago. Years. I was only in my early 20s. I bought a dildo once I mean there were like a balaclava on going in the door and then there was like (laughs) but then when you were in there what I found very strange was there was was loads of people in there I thought I'll just nip in here I'll pick up the cheapest one and there's no such thing as a cheap dildo What's a dildo going for now these days? Well I think back then it was I don't know it was around 20 euros I thought I'd get one That's great value I thought I'd get one for a fiver I was trying to say to your man like it's only for a joke we're going to tie it to a bottle of water and put it into his bag did you ever see the flash flash lamps? Flesh lamps. Did you never see them? No. Flash lamps, they were
3: actually the first sponsor of the Joe Rogan podcast. Did you ever hear see them? They're like a, a tube like a flash lamp only bigger, but you put your cock into them and they they pulse and stuff. Did you never see them? You think I'm joking? I do think you're joking. No, yeah. no, no. Flesh lamp. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> A f- what are you saying? Flesh lamp. Flesh lamp. Yeah. And they're Because like it looks like a lamp. It looks like. No, yeah. It looks but it like feels a lamp. like flesh. The inside of it, you stick a cock into it. And <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's like a. a oh, wow, oh, wow. So a vibrator's all right and you can't. Um, no, it's just mind boggling that
2: you know this, but go on. Sure, who was the first sponsor of the podcast? Flesh lamps. Flesh lamps, yeah. Flesh lamps. Yeah. So he put flesh lamps on the map. Yeah. So most lads now would have a flesh lamp beside I don't bed. know if
3: most lads have one. I don't have one.
2: No, well, I don't have one.
3: Sure, why would I? All I need is me, me right hand and me imagination. <laughs> I remember one lad telling me. When we were in school, we had this guy. I won't give his name, but he was telling us. We were all explaining how many times we'd wanked in a day or whatever. Yeah, what's his name? I can't tell you his name. <laughs> but he said to us, uh, oh, did you ever do it with your hand? Sit on your hand for
2: 15 <laughs> minutes and it goes numb and it feels like someone else is doing it. There's a name for that, isn't there? What's that? Do they call it the phantom wank?
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a great name yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. That's a great name for it. I think but, so. If that's not it, that's something similar he, to that. He was such
3: a funny guy and he was he was so honest. Like one day, he the teacher was doing the roll call. And said, How are you? I was gonna say his name. <laughs> How are you? He goes, Gran, I woke up with a tent in the bed this morning. <laughs>
2: I think that you're talking about yourself here. No, 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 I don't talk like that. Uh, is there any uniform that would turn you on? Um, any uniform? Is there, there would any uniform now that you'd like Vicky to put on there at the weekend and say,
3: Here, put that on you there
2: and uh, come down to the room when the kids are asleep?
3: Ah, uh, Vicky, Vicky, upon anything, I'd be happy.
2: Ah, uh, come on now. Uh, I, I, I right, let's, ch- let's put Vicky aside. Is there any costume in your time that you went, ooh, ooh, might have been of that?
3: Who did I fancy when I was younger? I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about... What, what costume? The uniform. That? Oh, uniform. sure I mean, they're all the same, aren't they? Is there anything that would float your boat now? Sure, all the ones in the films in the sex shops are, are nice, you know, because they're all short. But did you ever see the real guard the uniform? They're not that hot in them. Like, they're not very nice for women. What did, you, what did you say there? All the, do you know the Garda uniforms for women? They're not very nice
2: on them. I don't think there has ever been a successful porn film with a Garda uniform. And if there is. No, if, if you is, look
3: at all the sex shops and stuff and all the, do you know like if you go on to Wish? Yeah. They have all the. Police all uniforms. The, all the police uniforms. And yeah, but that's oh, yeah. not what the real police Maybe uniform Maybe like, like
2: a little, a little leather SWAT police uniform and you're like, oh, how are you getting on? But like not a Garda, not a current Garda uniform that looks like something you'd, from Middle Island Aldi.
3: Yes, yeah, that wouldn't
2: that wouldn't get anyone excited.
3: Like years ago, I remember everyone thinking every film that you watch, it was Princess Leia. You know, everyone thought Princess Leia was. I rough. didn't
2: get that until I never got that, and where that came on my radar was about uh, friends. Uh, Ross and friends had a thing for Princess Leia, and he asked yeah. Jess. Here he asked what's her name, Rachel, to dress up, and she too like. Croissants on the side of her, yeah, that's <laughs> the side of her yeah. head. So yeah. you liked Princess Leia? No, I
3: didn't. I I thought when I was remember Fantastic Four came out. No, you don't remember that. It was the no. first Fantastic Four, uh, Marvel Fantastic Four, and Jessica Alba was in it. All right, I I thought she was super hot. Okay, yeah, she was super hot.
2: What about an aerostess? Ah, uh, no, oh no. yeah, me neither. Um, anyway, that's enough for this week. Thanks a million for your time. I didn't expect it to be that long. There's no butter. There's no butter. Thanks for accommodating me here in the Wood from the Trees podcast. Which As is you can
3: see, I was very on top of my game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's available to rent if you're, in the, if you're interested in bringing out your own podcast. Uh, you can hire a space here with a producer, with Not a videographer. <laughs> Matt is here on hand to record everything, top and tail it, and give you a full product from start to finish all was, you need to do that was great Adam you just like that all you need to do is come in here and talk that's all That's all you doesn't matter to do. what you're talking about free speech at a very knockdown price contact the wood from the trees that's it and hire this space that's it it's a nice space isn't it it's really nice and it's so warm how come it's so warm I've, I turned on the heater before you came in and I shouldn't have um, what kind of ESP bills do you get <laughs> I don't want to talk about alright <laughs> David thanks a million keep her late no water, thanks Alan
1: The Big News Coming Soon Podcast
0: is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award winning manufacturer of factory built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineers' fees. Please get in touch. Reviewing of our show homes. A brochure, or for more information. Let BRB Homes take the stress out of your build. Check out brbhomes.ie.